Okay, lower that music. Alrighty. So, yeah, what's up, everybody? This is Sports Goose number 144. Uh, I'm, I'm Francisco. So, what's up? Uh, I'm joined by, well, just, just one of my good buddies here. It's just Charles here for now. Andrew may or may not show up. So, what's up, Charles? How you doing? It is too hot in Florida. <laughs> it's too hot in Florida to be a professional as you're coming out of court. And this was just like 90 degree weather this morning. And mm. you're just wearing a suit jacket, trying to talk to clients and sweating every orifice of your body. I, I you know, you always think about pores on your skin. Mm. I felt them open <laughs> like the heavens and it was gross and nasty. So this will make you laugh um, a little bit about me. I always carry like a bandana in my pocket. Mm. Uh, and people are like, oh, you know, blood tripped. I'm like, no, I sweat easily. So, you know, I have to go kind of southern yeah. charm yeah. to kind of dab my big ass you know, forehead. A little pocket square. You know, that, oh, yeah. With the big ass forehead. I, I do declare. I do. Right now. Listen here, sir. Maybe we'll do like part of the show. I'm just a simple country lawyer. Yeah. I may be a man chicken or whatever it was in Futurama. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Oh man, so yeah, we're we're here, and uh, Andrew will uh, join us. Maybe got random NBA game going on in the background, which is ironic because I could care less about the NBA finals right now. Right, like that. It. Uh, I, I was out on Saturday night with the lady, and there was we went to like a food hall or something, a brand new one that opened up around here, and it was just. Uh, they had the big giant uh, projectors with the game going on. People standing around looking at it, and I was just like, "That's why I texted you, like, oh, well, uh, you know, you know, whatever about the Celtics." And then the Warriors came back, and I'm like, "Okay, well, it doesn't matter. None of this matters." Uh, that's kind of been my feeling since the Heat got eliminated. It, none of it matters, and and it's it. I I feel kind of bad because I. I you know, no, a little, no, I, 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 a, a little bit, a little bit. You know, what? This is a sports show, everybody, but it, it, not really anymore. And uh, I, I, I just felt like I would be more into it, but I guess the way the Heat lost really took me out of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think you have an excuse because here's the thing: it, it's not a two-sided affair where I'm interested in both parties. I want Golden State to win. I think in the beginning of the season, we list them out as possible contenders. We didn't buy into the Phoenix Sun hype. I would never buy into the Phoenix Sun hype. And you know how I felt about Denver. So Golden State fully healthy, but I don't care for Boston. I respect what it meant in Doka's son. I will say this, Jason Tatum is officially a superstar. I think Jalen Brown's just lucky right now because he kind of falls off sometimes because he wasn't doing good in some of the other series. But it, it's not a cast of... J- Jalen Brown is uh, Kyle Lowry from 2019. Yeah, and what I feel that the Boston Celtics give me out of this is that they're the team that did it right because of their togetherness, but yeah. they're not really a team that I enjoy watching. And unlike other finals, I'm trying Are to find... They... I, and just just going off off of that, are they the new San Antonio Spurs? Well, you have to win one to become a San Antonio. Spurs. I know, but like and if they, if, yeah, but if they do, which it's, it'll be pretty hard. But you know, the I next, mean, next game's in in Boston. No, right? I, I'm going to give you a more apropos because mm-hmm. um, here's the thing, and I'm going to get like people are going to pelt me when I say this. There's some legitimate superstars on the Celtics. Yes. I'm playing out Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili, my Argentinian, you know, bloodline. He he wasn't a superstar. It was just Tim Duncan. This is the New Jersey Nets. I'm just saying. 
from a couple of years ago when it was um, Kid and Vinsanity because Tatum mm. is a superstar, without a doubt. Yeah. Marcus Smart is kind of there. He's a superstar in defense, and then he's just kind of like above average in some other ones. Yeah. You have competent coaching, and then you have that guy who kind of sometimes like appears with Jalen Brown, and then there's just guys who are just no names but do the work. Derek White. Yeah, good role players. Yeah, Derek White, uh, Payne Pritchard. So, because... They'll become San Antonio if they win. I know some people are saying, Charles, aren't you being finicky? I'm like, no, 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 no. Because you have to have the right guy, the right coach, the right everything. And the reason why I bring up the Nets from, fuck, man, world, 17 years ago is because they had a window. There wasn't a lot of competition. This was pre-LeBron James getting drafted to Cleveland at 18, where nobody was kind of good and everybody was a field, but they built a consistent team to get them there. Um I'm trying to remember who their their coach was because I think you would think which, which right? one which which uh that's the back to back years oh, Byron, it was Byron Scott Byron oh, Scott wow I don't want to say even holy Ojoka crap I didn't even Byron know Scott, but it feels I like it you know is. when when Byron Scott was uh you know because he was in New Orleans and a bunch of other stops and everything yeah. like that it, it it never felt like oh this is used to be a guy who coached a team to an nba finals back to back even you know well you, you know let's take this as a little like but then again you could say like stan van gundy is the same thing right it's like how did yeah. this guy make it to the finals but we, you know? we like sam so this yeah. is who was on this um, 2002 2003 roster when they lost the Spurs 2 4. Because I feel this is too appropriate now mm. and I, I want to deep dive into it. Yeah, let's go. So it's a sports show. We might as well talk about it a little yeah, bit. You had the stupidness. The highlight names I remember you had Richard Jefferson, Jason Kidd, yeah. um, Kerry Kittles, Kenyon Martin, Dikembe on yeah, the Kenyon Martin. Ba- yeah. Dikembe on the backside of his career. Yeah. The White Mamba, Brian. Yeah, Scott. that was like when Matumbo was just like somebody you just picked up and he was on that, that 2001 yeah. Sixers team. And, you know. Chris Childs was there, but not like he did much in between. So mm-hmm. with those names I gave you, it feels appropriate to my comparison, even in that season stats. Mm. Jason Kidd, you know, had 18 points for that season, points per game. Richard Jefferson with his 15. And Richard Jefferson's always kind of been like, He's he's a C, but he's a C plus. If you had to talk about grace, that's always how yeah. I view Richard Jefferson. People only remember Richard Jefferson now because of ESPN getting that ring. Yeah, did he ever get the ring, in Cleveland? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Year. Yep. Um, and then Kenyon Martin at sixteen and Kerry Kittles. Those are dudes I fully remember. And then I remember Dikembe. Jason Collins remember was just kind of like that role guy. And then Brian Scalabrine is just more known for the memes than yeah. anything else. Um, and then Chris Charles kind of like right fell uh, off because he was older. I'm, I'm going to look this up while you're talking about it. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. stat news real quick. Yeah, hold on. 2002, right? 2002? Yeah, 2002, 2003 Nets. Yeah, 2002 Nets. Let's see if we'll, we'll pop up here. So, yeah, look at all these guys. This is, okay, so this is the, uh, the 2002 ones were the ones that lost to the Lakers. In no, that I'm, thinking two, I'm thinking 2003. Oh, 2003, they're the ones that lost to the Spurs. Yeah, because that that was your apropos. Uh, not mind you, not a lot of things changed. I'm looking at the year prior. Yeah, um, from those guys um, that you talked about, but the only thing that changed roster, was like Brandon, yeah. Brandon, yeah, a little bit of the roster. Brandon but Armstrong, the same guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at this. Look at all these guys: Jason Kidd, Anthony Johnson. Uh, let's see, Dikembe, uh, Scalabrine, Aaron. Williams. Yeah, there's a bunch of yeah. Look at these guys. Wow. Uh, yeah. 2002. 
They and won. They got Vince Carter the next year. And yeah. Then they Dear Lord. 49, 49 victories. That, that got you first in the Atlantic. Man, the East was the East was just awful. It was bad. Yeah. And and here's the thing. I feel like this season there was a big drop-off between one to three. I'm yeah. not saying that the Heat were a hoax. It's just this is one of those we have to strike when the iron is hot. Yeah, both but teams were really, kind of the same, 2002 and 2003. But I don't remember yeah. yeah. But I would just say it was like how Milwaukee – it was Milwaukee. Boston wasn't even on people's radar. Remember, they're like, oh, this is a horrible thing. But people, I think, knew Miami was going to be competitive. Milwaukee, yeah. I didn't expect Philly to kind of die out, but obvious reasons. Yeah. But that's my comparison. Win the title, different story, mm-hmm. um, I feel. But that's just my comparison. And that's actually when I really started getting into basketball a little bit heavier because 90s, full disclosure, 1989, don't question any person who talks about stuff, about stats and players when they were still in Pampers. Mm-hmm. So you avoid those guys or two, three, or four talking about their favorite players. 1996, man, I was just wearing Charlotte Hornets clothing because that was the cool shit back then. Yeah. Um, we didn't know bugs. We had to go be retroactive. I, I believe you analyze what you grew up in and you may pay homage to or homage to um, the past because that's there. But that's really when the brain was kind of rolling where basketball was interesting as opposed to dudes who could dunk. And yeah. I couldn't dunk because I was like 5'2 when I was that age. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where they come up to it because if you look the last couple of years for the Eastern Conference, bringing it all back together, was that a lot of them were superstar star role players, not counting Toronto, because that was such an uneven um, finals because of all the injuries. And there were some star players, but last over years, Cleveland always there, big name guys, things of that nature. The Celtics when they were the big three there. Miami was a big three. So they're to this Boston Celtics team, they're just kind of like that, hey, everybody, the parody's kind of shown up. You have some, you have like one legitimate superstar player, questions about Jason Tatum. Uh, not just to Jalen Brown. I'll give Marcus Smart some things. Al Horford, you know what you're getting. He lit us up. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah. But <laughs> the guys who lit us up in the second series in the Eastern Conference Finals hasn't done anything. Al Horford hasn't really done anything. Um, Derek White kind of disappeared. We couldn't stop Derek White. That's what annoyed me the most. You had a guy who was a legitimate bench warmer in San Antonio gets traded to the Celtics and he's just making shots. I, that's mm-hmm. the thing I take away with so much rage out of the finals, aside from Kyle Lowry being ineffective. And I understand that Tyler like tore that groin doing some shady stuff on the side. We love you, Tyler. So it's okay. You're going to live your life, kid. But damn it, man. That's where I bring that heat. That's a little bit of my bias. But the Boston Celtics are not, for me, watchable basketball. And mind you, I like physicality. I do. That's why I actually thoroughly enjoyed the Miami Heat and Boston Celtics series, despite the fact that there was some refs not making the calls that they needed to make. Because explain to me not one but two games where there was that big free throw disparity um, in our series, but we're not going to comment on it because we just seem like sore losers, and we are sore and we are losers. So I get that. But I, I, I aside from what Tatum's doing, it's like eh, it's Boston Celtics. You know, it, this it, it, t- Jason Tatum also is like I swear to Christ, it's the it's the Devin Booker effect. Yeah. Shut up about Kobe. We're over Kobe. Yeah. It feels like um, the office memes. Like, shut I, up about I, I mean, look, I've been, you know, I've been harping on this show for like ever since. Uh, I would say, I mean, the, tw- after 2020, after 2020 and all that stuff, whatever. And then it just got, it, it, like, they're, they're really beating the dead. I mean, <laughs> beating the dead point. Kobe beef. You know what I mean? Well, we're, we're at the point and Andrew's not here. So we can become a little bit more raw here. Mm. Um, you know, if you keep mentioning him, you get one more finals, and this is it. If you mentioned last year, 
oh, Kobe, Kobe was my favorite player. Oh, so your favorite player is a rapist? That's going to be my answer oh my every <laughs> single time because that's how over it I am. Yeah. And functionally speaking, you know what? This is going to be an NBA beginning. Functionally speaking and technically speaking, one would make the image that these young cats really shouldn't be licking the balls of Kobe Bryant. Mm. May he rest in peace. Your guy, because you got to look at the age differential, and this is terrible to say because it's going to piss off a whole lot of fan bases. Mm. Your hero shouldn't be Kobe Bryant. Mm, I know where you're going. Your hero should be LeBron James. Yep. Your hero yep. should be LeBron James because LeBron came into this league 2004, 18 years ago. Devin Booker is 25. So 18 years ago, Devin Booker would have been six or seven. And then Tatum around the same group. So you're talking about the man who drafted out of high school, built the brand around him, went to a finals just purely his own, purely his own. If there was one less superstar, that's who the Celtics remind me of. Hmm. Created the big three, the big free agency craziness, not, not for Boston doing it, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12 years ago because yeah. those were some trades. We're talking about dudes taking less money. Multiple straight finals. Multiple MVPs. 10 finals appearances. A billionaire. One in three different locations. Kobe ain't never left LA even though he wanted to. And he won with any coach. Won with any player. Even in LA. In the bubble. And even when they're ass and not making the playoffs, it really isn't on him. Yeah. He's, so he, he averaged should... 30 points per game this season. I got his stats up here, man. Oh, thank you. For... In, in, in 2022. We're going hard on this, apparently. Because yeah. I didn't, you know, this is a twist. I didn't expect us to be praising LeBron James right now. I'll praise uh, LeBron any day of the week. I, I'm like one of those people. No, I'm not, hate it, I'm not as, yeah, I, like I, I can. Give or take. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can give or take. There are some things where I'm just like, come on, man. It's, you know, you he can tell. It's and very, it's yeah, and I get it. He's earned it. But you can tell there's the narcissism and all that stuff like that. But, like, uh, you know, I will always appreciate, especially 2013. Uh, so I'll always appreciate the, the, the time he had here. He's going to get his number retired here in Miami. We all know this and all that Absolutely. stuff. And so it's, it's, you know, if, if Shaq got his number retired, LeBron's getting his number retired. So um yeah yeah no we're no i i man i didn't expect this man that's what happens that's what happens (laughs) but don't to to conclude it don't tell me and here's the thing lebron ain't got no rib charge on him so and a couple gold medals so you can't because Mm. here's the thing we're talking about almost 20 years and why is it wrong to say that your hero is a guy that's still in the league it's because the fact that he's still in the league yeah because ain't nobody who the because what I've liked about the new school generation of basketball players, and we're getting it in football, we're not getting it at baseball anytime soon, I feel, is that they can, that phrase, real recognizes real. Yeah. You get actual appreciation of current and new players coming in. They're swapping jerseys, they're getting signatures, they're allowing themselves to be starstruck. I'm going to tell you right now, for for LeBron, not, we're just going to cry. I got two hands, I'm going to cradle each testicle for him. Um, you're not talking about a guy who was, uh, oh, this is going to be incendiary. Mm. The closest thing to Magic Johnson that we've had in 25, 30 years. Yeah. As a player in a position and everything, man, whose stats were more than just shooting, who all these things came around, who there was no question about who was the MVP when he won his championships. 
because there's yep. huge debate on a few other ones. And I, the big difference is the idea is basketball so, supposed to be simple in the game, right? You're not stuck in a system. Go for there. Because here's the other thing, too. Kobe only won with Phil. Kobe couldn't get That's with true. all those other guys. You yeah. know, I think Byron Scott was there, as and, well as Coach. Um, Mike Brown was there, yeah. as well as Tony. All the, he, and these are actually renowned coaches. We just gave hype to Byron Scott. Um, it's just NBA had such a stranglehold on success when a coach where you, you can't even be an acknowledged great coach unless you have two rings in my eyes. That's why Doc Rivers isn't there. But we're talking about who who this man ended up winning rings with Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra, who was, Spolstra. Yeah, at the beginning, and but now yeah. Spolstra has built the career, and then it was uh, Tyron Lue. He he wins it with Tyron Lue, and he probably could have won it with David Blatt, but there was just the politics of firing between. Yeah, the yeah. He and he and he and he got to the finals with Mike Brown as his coach mm-hmm. in, uh, in in two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. And he also won it with Frank Vogel, and yeah. Frank Vogel for us is just the safe bet. Yeah. You know, Frank Vogel is like, ah, oh, man, I ain't got a date for the prom, so I'm going to ask the neighbor's kid, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. He's serviceable. He's a serviceable yeah, head coach. And, and, and now they have um, Harmon or ha- Harvin. Har- I can't say his name, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, Damn Harvin or whatever his name is. And <laughs> I, I think he's a fine fit. It was going to be dry. Do I think that Vogel was, you know, the on the chopping block regardless? Absolutely. But there's always a mere possibility that could happen again next year because – just as how injuries betrayed the success of the Golden State Warriors last three years, it's fair to say that Anthony Davis, you, you can't put everything on Russ. And, and people mm-hmm. like to because Russ, for whatever reason, is just not likable people. And that's the thing I hate about basketball. My God, do we love you until you go to the team that we don't want you to go to. Yeah. Football, it's, I mean, it's, it's different. It's, yeah, it's but it, basketball is more personal because there's so few guys in the league and so few guys on each team. And one guy can literally just change the entire thing. So and, it, and so that that's yeah. to to bring it back to all this these young cats. I, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear these new wave of eighteen and nineteen year olds coming in saying that Kobe's their favorite guy now, hmm. right? Because it's starting to get further and further. When did he retire? Twenty fifteen. 2018. Uh, I mean, now I'm googling this because I feel like there's an argument I can't let go of. And <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna look up his stats. All right, so uh, Kobe Bryant. Let's go. So Kobe Bryant. Uh, let's see, from 1996 through 2016. Yep. There he re- yeah, he retired 2015, 2016. Yeah. Kids, understanding this, if we're just going. 18 years from now and let's say sport wise let's make it nine years old right nine years old so let's go back i think yeah you're most impressionable and this is a you know whatever sports question uh like i think you're most impressionable as to like what your like favorite players or favorite teams are are or are going to be in the future like around like 10 11 years old i would say because that's when i started liking baseball you know and and all that stuff like okay and then i latched on to a team and and lo and behold and here i am so you're gonna give me 12 years old when you started getting into basketball and 2012 or 10 years old so 2012 here's the thing about 2012 it was the end of the laker dynasty the birth of the lebron dynasty right and you had Kobe in the last four years. They yeah. never went to the playoffs. The, the, that was, After remember, that. remember, the and I, I talked about this when I was uh, breaking down Dwight Howard the other day. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Remember, it was uh, the, the back-to-back, right, with him and Powell and all that stuff like that. And then and then they tried, they, 
they uh, they try to do the, the like their own big three with with Dwight Howard and Steve Nash and Kobe. Remember that, and that failed miserably. It's more known for the Chris Paul trade that was vetoed by um, yep. David Stern because yep. we just couldn't let the Lakers win it all. And I thought that would have been a great trade. I thought it should have happened. And so yep. it went to the Clippers and it was all wasted because Doc Rivers was your coach. Mm-hmm. But given to that where if you're talking about you're getting to 2012, aside from the Cali kids and the, and the other states that are around the Lakers, because at that time the Clippers were just trying to get some prominence, the most must-see player in the NBA was LeBron James. Yeah. So I don't want to hear it no more. You get one more year. I'm very kind. You get yeah. one more year. But when we're coming to 23, 24, you're going to get Kobe on those ass years. Because here's the thing about those ass years. The guy was injured. And I like boxing. I'm a big fan of it. And sometimes of what I'll do is watch old fights. Look at his last three seasons. He missed like two full seasons. Yeah, he, said he had six games played in 2013 14. Average 13 points per game and then uh, 35 games in 2015 and then they were tanking anyways it didn't really matter so it was just 66 games played and he was averaging 17 points per game at that point yeah so consider so, this broken watch... broken down broken knees everything like that and and that's what you got so yeah. and, and then... so i'll i'll watch old boxing because you can see those hitching appreciate ain't no mm-hmm. one gonna watch old youtube clips of kobe doing stuff that the modern day guys are doing because that's the one thing i'll say about basketball there's always a 2.0 version of you and mm-hmm. anybody who wants to say no to that you're not a student in the game and it frustrates the hell out of people mm. yeah man basketball look at that we're actually yeah. talking about it well, on that. yeah, well, I, I mean, this that's uh, kind of where I wanted to, Well, I mean, we can... Let me take a look at something real quick. Uh, let's see. You know, what we can do is we can get a little silly, and we can go to the handsomest coaches again. Uh, I feel like we can go there right now, and... and uh, you know, and I think that works if it's basketball, because Andrew doesn't watch it. What happened? We can do that for basketball because Andrew doesn't watch. Oh, basketball. oh yeah, yeah, that's why. That's where I was gonna go with. I, I was gonna do the NHL, but then uh, Andrew's not here. You know, we're we're already on this basketball train, so we might as well see who's uh, who makes your loins all saucy, Charles. In I the, mean, in the NBA. I, it, it's gonna be very hard for anybody yeah. to chop top facing kid. Yeah, well, let's let's start. So we're gonna start. You know, we always do this two parts. Uh, I kind of have it planned out, so we, you know, we usually do like twelve episodes. So by the final episode, we'll have an actual finals. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's that's where we're kind of at right now. So let's see. We are. Let me just try and reset this. So let's let's go with the Western Conference. Yeah, Western so, conferences. We'll do the fair. Western Conference first, and let's see. They we're oh god, man. Uh, I'm just going by alphabetical order, and lo and behold, it's Jason Kidd. Well, I mean, Jason Kidd's effing handsome, even at like the spry age of fifty-three. I so think is what the, he's there's at There's current Jason Kidd, right now, the head coach. Forty-nine. Of the yeah, makes ball look good. There he is when he was young. Uh, oh God, he was in that love triangle with, um, gosh, uh, Tony was Braxton, just... right? Was yeah. It, yeah. I'll break my heart. It's some of uh, his other, uh, I think it was, was it Phoenix teammates or Dallas teammates? I think it was Dallas. Yeah, it was probably Dallas uh, I think that's what caused him the bail. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. And then uh, 
uh, had his own issues uh, off the court uh, in his past career, but uh, in his past life. But uh, you know, now he now he's with the Mavs, and there he is. There's uh, there's your boy. Help right. beat Phoenix, so that gives him an extra point. Of <laughs> handsome. I'm serious. You mm. know, it's like all right. Go all right, so there, there's the handsome. All right, so okay. say you love me again. <laughs> all right, so that's that's one. We're 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 down with one right there. So next we've got, and, and you know what? Uh, I think we've got a new uh, sponsor. I think we oh we've got Lenovo today, Charles. Oh, good for you, Lenovo. I yeah, almost Le- bought Leno- your book office. Yeah, I think. Did no? Did, uh, did Andrew buy Lenovo? He might have. I'm not even sure. Maybe I was. I was vetting it, and then I decided not to for things. All right. So reason. Lenovo is sponsoring the handsomest NBA head coaches right now. There we go. Right, okay. Lenovo. Let's uh, let's go next. Is uh, Michael Malone Denver? Ooh. Michael Malone him, Denver can Nuggets. Can I get him with hair? <laughs> well, uh, I'm trying to zoom in here but uh there he is uh, it's a bit rough there rough that that's a close-up image of him right now i mean him with facial hair makes me think of rich epps epps whatever his name epson or whatever the guy who used to be on espn but now is on the nfl network uh, if he went falling like, the guy who always rich eisen like, rich, rich eisen yeah there we go oh, I think epstein. epstein that those memes i was about but to he, say like jeffrey epstein <laughs> he makes me think of rich eisen um if the balding happened I mean, there he is with hair. There he is with hair a little bit right there. I can't I mean, do it. No, thank you. No. All right. So that's, that's a no for you. We're going to move on here. Uh, next is up oh, Steve Kerr. Yeah, Steve Kerr is kind of handsome. For the aggregate of knowing what's going into basketball, he doesn't age. Looks good. Also, off-the-court opinions. You know, off-the-court opinions. He's good. He's yeah, he, good. He, you know, he, he, he's a trooper. Yeah. He's... he's uh, uh, very much uh, a progressive-minded human being. He, he wears the suits very yeah. well. He got punched in the face by Michael Jordan. Yep. You know, he's also won multiple rings. He's accomplished. So that's the standard I'm going to give to NBA a little bit too. Did you win rings as a player or a coach? <laughs> yeah. Because you are a, most coaches end up becoming players to some degree. Or I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Most players become a coach to a degree. So there's going to be a little bit more scrutiny. Yeah. A little bit more scrutiny. That's true. All right. Next, Steven Silas. Houston. Oh man, let me see what Stephen Silas looks like. It's All one right. of those things where you know this guy for years, and um, yeah. he's he's on the younger side. Huh? How yeah, old is he? How old is he? I, I don't. He I don't is. Like uh, four, oh, he's forty-eight. He's forty-eight years old. Yeah, he's handsome. Went to Brown. Went to Brown. So he's an Ivy League guy. All right. So he's, he's smart. helping Houston with the uh, rebuild. Yeah, yeah. I, I want him. To, he with his slender figure, he should probably get more slim fit suits because I see some <laughs> yeah. bagginess. That's just a little fresh uh, advice to you guys. Oh well, maybe he's going. You know, old school retro. I mean, he was from. He played around that time. He grew up around that time. So listen, might. you can you can harp to the old days, but when yeah. it comes to fashion, you gotta keep it modern. Okay. okay? All right. Next, Tyron Lou. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Tyron handsome. Tyron Lou, there he is. Remember when uh, he had the dreads and the cornrows mm-hmm. back then? Yeah. And well, now cool. there he is now. I I don't know, Charles. He d- it doesn't do it for me. Personally. Maybe. But, Maybe because yeah. they have like he doesn't have a single good photo up here. It, it's got the baby face to him though. I, guess, I mean, he's not the most attractive. Ty- how, how old is Tyron Lou? He oh, is. Uh, he's forty-five. He's forty-five. Years you old. see. 
that angle at the press conference yes but then some of the other ones is like no yeah uh, uh okay i'm a redacted he's he can he can take me out <laughs> next uh darvin ham that's the um, head coach yeah darvin i think garvin because like ronnie garvin um right. darvin let's see a full bit because i watched an interview of him but i don't think he's there is with the, uh when he was with the bucks all right let me is got a little uncle phil to him is it terrible to say that he looks like generic creative character coach <laughs> a little bit well i was saying a little more uncle phil in a sense mm. Mm. I think that that's a, that's probably wait, one of the wait, better wait, wait. photos that you've got. Is he about to go beat somebody's ass in the photo above? Because right. he he gets the point just for that. Uh no, I think those are his players giving them you know, or a little bit. I may actually no, I think it's I, I have no idea. That's a ref. That's what that's uh who's that? Why Darvin is ready? To be, it looked like he's about to go beat some ass. So I'm not even sure what's a, going on there. A, if he's a bro like that, there then, he is in a suit. Let me see the suit. So. Okay, I, I mean, it's kind of like it's the clothing makes the man mentality. Yeah. So with the with the suits, yeah, the regular shirts. Yeah. There he is at the press conference with the Lakers. I look, I'm the same way too. Wearing you the, know, uh, home, the yellow tie. Like, yeah, at home I look like Shrek. <laughs> at outside on court, we flash and show. So I I will give Darwin a clothing credibility. You you clean up nicely. All right, next, Taylor Jenkins, Memphis. Oh hell no. I mean, bring it up so I can criticize it. But yeah, no. there we go. There he is. Especially how he was kind of acting a fool a little bit this season, this postseason. Looks like Tom Segura. <laughs> yeah, it's Tom Segura and David Harbour had a baby. I've been watching Stranger <laughs> Things. Seriously. Because, okay, one of my greatest fears, and people in my life, if they listen to the show, are going to know this. Mm. One of my greatest fears is how I'm going to go. Because we all accept how we're going to go, that we're, as men, we're going to go bald at some point in our life. And I have debated it. I, I get freaked out when I just comb my hair. And you haven't all seen right, it. All right, there he is, completely clean shaven and in a suit. Oh, no. When he was, so, at, when he was at Penn. So with Taylor, the way his hair is going... Actually, he looks better with the gives beard. Me, gives me anxiety. <laughs> because it, it's not just receding to the horse, the horseshoe, but it's going like one side to the horseshoe. That's why he shaved and everything like that. So he found his look to deal with aging, but he, he is not my cup yeah. of tea. Don't, don't let me get bald. All right. Please, God. I'll sacrifice children in order to, to not go like that. Next, we've got uh, Chris Finch, Minnesota. Let's, let's take a look at Chris Finch. I can already tell you, I think it's going to come down to the Easter conference, but it's, oh, I, oh boy. I'm running a lot of thought processes in my head Oof. because there's some jokes I need to crack on certain coaches. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. no, thank you. Yeah, no, no. Uh, we'll just skip it. No, Oof, not even a good smile. Never mind. No. Ooh, okay. Let's... I'll tell you this though. Chris Finch is a mood. As the kids say, where you know when he's all upset, I'm like, damn, that look, he like he just got out of the bed and mm. someone was interrupting him. I can get behind that. All right, all right. Willie Green, New Orleans. Um, let's see what Willie looks like. Cause I remember him as a player, but let's see if I remember him. All right, he's on the younger side. How old is Willie Green? Let's see. He is. Oh, he's, like he's forty. 43. He's forty years old. Willie's kind of handsome. That's not a good photo of him that says "Welcome, okay, Coach." The, but... uh, actually, here's him in the, in the suit with the Pelicans. There we go. Yeah, he, not too bad, not too shabby. Looks yeah. good there. 
he's good. Looks really good. His barber does good with that hairline. You know, almost yeah. pulled off the upset, but he exposed the sun so that like there's some extra points right there. Yeah, yeah, he gets a point right there. You know, yeah. he has a deal. Look, he got he got some wins without Zion, and he gets my sympathy for having to deal with that. He's in shape, that's for sure. Still, uh, Listen, man, you know, we, we take it care of it. I'm going to let go of my body when I'm 50. I got 17 <laughs> more years. All right. So, yeah, Will Green's up there. He wins some, beat the Suns a little bit, you're on my horizon. All right. Uh, let's see. Mark Dano, Oklahoma City. All right. I don't know what he looks like. So yeah, well, I mean, neither, neither does Wikipedia because the the there's not even, put- a photo, not even a photo there. All right, let's go. Uh, Mark Dano, there he is. I feel like watching be the most handsome man. He is. Like, uh, he's thirty six years old. Dear God. Um, what am I doing with my life? He's kind of cute, man. There he you is. Know, uh, I said in the most great way possible. So Mark Dano, I don't know. He's got to do something is, with that hair. Listen, Mark Dano is what the ladies and gentlemen call a safe bet. <laughs> I guess so. He's a safe bet. He also kind of looks like um, yes, ready we're on, um. He looks like huh. Charles from Brooklyn Nine Nine, Joe Latruglio. So to a degree, <laughs> yeah, I guess I mean, a little goofy. That brown suit though's not there. So Mark Denault, you're the safe bet. All right, okay. You're not the desperate bet. Yeah, but you're he's the safe bet. he's got to do something with that hair. I mean, um, that is a horrible haircut. I, I do well, I do not like. <laughs> it's because the hairline. He, that's Caesar. Fre- Freddie, uh, I, I guess you haven't been on in a bit, but uh, we've been doing a. Uh, like a, a final four ish tournament uh, where we're, we're ranking the handsomest head coaches and managers in the four major North American pro sports. And so we've already gone through the handsomest uh, MLB managers, handsomest NFL head coaches. And Sean now we're McVay and um, uh, Gabe, Gabe Kepler. So we're, Gabe Kepler and Sean McVay have made it to the final four. So now we're, we're doing the NBA. We're doing the Western conference today. We'll see which one, uh, you know, moves Charles's loins a little bit. And uh, and then uh, we'll uh, move on to the Eastern Conference uh, next episode. And then we'll move on to the NHL. And then we'll uh, crown a, a champion of uh, of uh, best bay in current pro sports. So yeah. there you go. Uh, MLB, NBA. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got this. Yeah, Bay HL, you know. Yeah, here we go. Uh, next, we've got, let's see, where were we? So we're in Oklahoma. Oh, Monty Williams. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Monty Williams. Here we go. Not even because he's on Phoenix. I just know. No. I already gave Darvin Ham the fit, so it's like, no. All righty. Yeah, okay. No, that's a no for you for Monty Williams. Next is. Uh... I like Monty too. Yeah. All shitting aside that I do on Phoenix, I yeah. actually do like Monty. I've never taken swipes at Monty Williams. Yeah, I think he's there. he's earned he's earned his uh, his way up here. So yeah. he, he wasn't just just handed to him. You know what I mean? So uh, next, uh, Chauncey. Oh, in Portland, Chauncey Billups. Oh, Cha- I didn't even like Chauncey when he was broadcasting. So yeah. this this helps me out between. Yeah. I don't, right. say, I don't want to say Chauncey's fuckly. But... <laughs> okay. I'm just going to say no. All I'm right. just going to say no. Okay. Next. Mike Brown. How did, how did he get the Portland job? That's all I want to know. Nobody knows. I, I, geez, it was just like a random choice. Next, uh, Mike Brown. Nah, nah. Mike Brown has looked the same for 15 years. And yeah. Good he, on him. Consistency, right? 
But no, I, I, I've already, you know, the Darvin Ham is the one I've made the, the exception for. All right. But good for Mike Brown for like exfoliating and not aging at all. Yeah. No, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he hasn't aged a bit. He is a stylish dresser though. Hmm. Next. Ooh, here we go. Pop. Pop, Pop got handsome with the fucking beard. Greg Popovich. I'm just saying. You know, remember we put that clout. Yeah. You know, this is guy. He got that uh, that Ian McLennan kind of look. Yeah, well, well, when know? he when he when he was clean shaven, fugly. You know, mm-hmm. hell nah. But then you know he grew the beard. Yeah, and, like, and, he, and the hair in some cases too. Yeah, and he's like, I'm gonna call your grandma later. Yeah. Like, oh shit, well, there he is. Look at him yelling right there. And he had to do a Kawhi Leonard, so he has my uh, sympathy for that. Yeah. All right. So, oh, that, oh, that's young Greg Popovich. I've never seen a photo of that. It, it, just, he's never <laughs> there was There was no beard, yeah. and then there was beard. Yeah. Okay. So, and then, let's see, Utah has an empty Quint, spot Okay, right so, now. in memoriam of Quinn Snyder and his, like, I was doing dabs of coke in the back <laughs> bathroom kind of thing. Because that man made me feel anxious every time the camera yeah. went to him. Ooh. Boy, he put them in such a yeah. bad position. Yeah, like quitting literally like Ooh. a week ago. Got them psycho eyes right there. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> if I had him versus Steve Kerr on the on the who do you think is uh, going to kill John, you on John, a date? John, it would Jonathan be Crane from Batman Begins. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't forgot what the actor's name is, but yeah. Oh, um, Kill uh, Killian Murphy. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's yeah, Scarecrow. Man. Scarecrow. All right. And that's, yeah, that's the Western Conference, Charles. So who's it going to be? Oh, you're missing somebody. I, I think that's it. Yeah, I no. just went down the entire list. So that's the, the Clippers. I, I did. Uh, oh, I room. I'm sorry. Yeah, I saw yeah. all photos of him in the Cavs. Yeah. yeah um, it's still Jason Kidd. All right. Willie Green gets a little bit of consideration as a follow up, but Jason Kidd is going to go from there. Okay. Well, that's, that's it. That's the. Uh, handsomest coaches in in the western conference for the nba so we're uh, where are we we're at 38 minutes right now so oh gosh I, I, anything else about nba not really i like yeah. i said i'm not paying attention to this final rudy season. gobert N- not even that he might be going I, I, Donovan Mitchell. I, I well, I mean, yeah, but I mean that's all speculation. We see the photos and all that stuff, and I, I get it, but I, I don't want to confer. I don't want to talk about it right now. You know, everybody else is talking about that. Yeah, everybody's talking about that on Twitter. I, that, whatever discourse that we can do with that, but uh, it, it doesn't matter. So I just don't want Kyle Lowry on my team. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> yeah. I see if somebody can unload that contract, dear lord. Um, okay, I do. I mean, we could talk about video games, I guess. We do, we do whatever. It's Some, it's Summer it's Games awesome. Fest happened. So, yeah. Uh, I think we, we had Andrew gone for one E3 and we just destroyed it. Yeah, we went all over the place. So, I mean, there is no E3 this year. And we usually cover E3 in this type of stuff uh, every year anyways. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Summer Game Fest uh, 2022 happened, uh, like, last week, right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. it was last week, yeah. So, um I just want to look for the list of the games that were reviewed, and and Nintendo's not there, obviously. I think Sony... Nintendo already told me what I need to know that comes out in two months, yeah, or three months. So there, there's rumors that uh, there's a Nintendo Direct this month, at the end of this month, maybe you know, because they usually kind of do like a surprise drop of them for like like a yeah. week beforehand, like hey, it's coming. 
So and like the last two were like indies, so we should be good for a actual big book. Because I'm sure there'll be more Splatoon three anyway. Yeah, sports updates and then some other stuff. They kind of need to announce what they're going to do for the rest of this year. So like we're not getting Zelda. So nobody, yeah. we're, we're not getting Zelda. We're not getting Metroid. Which is upsetting because I'll tell you now, playing Age Calamity, which I'm doing right now in the background, makes me really want to do Breath of the Wild, like hard fucking core. Yeah, and uh, you know, so so there's there's a bunch of stuff here, but let's and I think what Sony's didn't do anything, right? Sony's not here either. Well, I mean, Sony made some announcements. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's see. So here are the games. Let me go down this list. Uh, first, uh, Giles in Street Fighter, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, the the ooh, the guy who's the, basically Scorpion, but he's not gonna be around. Yeah, I don't get it, man. That's like announcing that freaking uh, Mario's and Super Smash Brothers. It yeah. doesn't make any like. Okay, fine, I get it. I just um, need Street Fighter not to make the specials so hard to do. I tried Street Fighter Four and I thought it was fun, but I can never do more than generic combos, yeah, and I felt well, really stupid for it. Not sure. Don't don't play Virtual Fighter. <laughs> I got Virtual Fighter Five actually. Oh, you did. PSN, All right, because it was free, so you know me. I'll try. Okay, cool. I mean, I, I mean, I love Virtual Fighter. I think it's uh, I had Virtual Fighter Two on the Saturn uh, a long time ago, but I mean, just pulling off combos is like I, I I studied it a lot back then when I was you know I was a kid, right? So uh, I was pulling off some stuff, but I, I can't do that no more. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't have the patience. Uh, or to, dexterity. Yeah. Like, let me tell you guys now. Well, the first thing I'm realizing, not to get like the rest of it, is just my right hand's going a little bit from mm. all the years of boxing. Yeah. And the hand, because I've broken my hand before too, so it's like, all right, it's going to be slightly slower <laughs> than my left hand. So imagine trying to button mash and do everything. It's like, no. Yeah. I uh, I mean, as far as gaming, like, I feel like my dexterity, I, I've slowed down. I, I can tell. Like, so I, I can't. It's super Smash Bros. I, I'm, I'm just not. I can I can make it to maybe the semifinals of the one on one tournament uh, mode, but I I it, I find it very hard to to get to the final and even win the damn things. And now. then and then your thumb hurting. That I mean, it, me. it's it's not even hurting. It's just I just don't have the same speed anymore. Like from like back in melee days, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it, it's it's not there, and I get it. And I like the only game that I have any confidence in is uh, Splatoon. And it's mainly September, because, maybe. yeah, it's mainly because like I, 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 I you can do so. I, I just feel like I can do so much, and I don't need to be fast. I just need to freaking be get smarter in. than they yeah, are. exactly. Get in, do what I need to do. Just focus on the actual thing. Uh, Alien Dark Descent. I have yet to play um, Isolation. I have it, but I just yeah. I have yet to play it. So here's my thing with Isolation. I don't <laughs> like horror games for more than ten hours long. Yeah, and. That game is extremely limited. I've heard fantastic things about it. And I enjoyed the Alien series enough to contemplate it. But movie franchise games tend to be ass, even if it's original IP. And I don't like giving my money. So I'll probably skip it. Yeah. I um, I mean, I've been interested in it, but I just haven't gotten around. I mean, there's so many games. I, I just I have it. It's there. It's it's waiting. But uh, I'll just wait around for a bit for it. But I've, I've heard good things. Uh, you know, especially after Colonial Marines, but uh, but yeah. Uh, next is uh, Callisto Protocol. So, kind of interested, even though I dead never space. Any of the dead space games. Yeah, it's a dead space because uh, you know EA is not gonna go back and do it, and so I think I have Dead Space also um, on PC. Also, I have yet to start it. So and I've, I've only played uh, emulated the. 
the Wii one, which is basically an arcade. Rail shoot. Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah, an arcadey type of thing. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, it looks interesting. Um, I got Ramona for a reason, and so that's yeah. the thing. It encouraged me to try games that I would ha- have a big interest in. Yeah, because horror games is only for October. I don't know. Your boy doesn't like being scared. I don't know who's publishing this, but you know, I I, I kind of a little bit. I'm a little bit like hesitant with some of these like oh from the creator of this because you know X franchises had an entry in forever because like they also people don't have the same engine either so I mean that's true but like yeah like we saw like with Back for Blood and Left for Dead like a lot of people were disappointed by Back for Blood you know Back for Blood's also dropped in price listen fifteen dollars yeah. is now what I saw at Best well, Buy I'm like mm. well I mean yeah you know they got to get people to play it I'm sure it's got some microtransactions or something but you know what I mean. I mean, that's that's kind of the beauty of a game failing is that they'll lower the price or they'll just give it out for free and you know they'll try and bank on you trying to get the stuff all right uh modern warfare modern warfare 2 part, uh, uh, 2.0 you know yeah yeah uh so more call of duty i don't know uh fla- yeah. all right uh this one flashback the sequel right? flashback 2 30 years after the original came out i never even uh, I, I I haven't really looked at this trailer actually. You can get it for like two bucks for the the first one. What was it for? What was it about? What was this game about? It's like a, it's like a platformer. It really? Something like that. Uh, from thirty well, years like, later. Like a, like a thirty a thirty oh, okay. year old platformer is different than like now. Oh, okay, it's one of the uh, the yeah like an old school PC platformer type of thing, mm-hmm. uh, like like Prince of Persia or some other stuff. Uh, I'm more like trying to. I, I play trying. Uh, yeah, okay, I, I see. Oh, it's got the little space thing. Got a Metal Gear there. So, okay. All right. Uh, there's Metal Gears in uh, Death Stranding, apparently. <laughs> Listen, I, I now want to play more of Death Stranding. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I'm fully into it. I, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I was just delivering packages. All, I didn't move the story at all last night. But that's the problem. I know what Hideo's doing to me. Because yeah. I went 11 hours in. 11 hours in, it's like, now you sold me. When I fought the big octopusy thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've, I've really thoroughly enjoyed Death Stranding so far. And then, uh, you know, I, like I said, it's kind of relaxing to me, just delivering packages. Uh, I could take out the mules now, you know? So that's. Instead of just punching him in the face? Yeah, oh, I, I, I run them over with a motorcycle. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's it's a lot fun. It's a lot more fun for me. Uh, it's a lot faster too. And then uh, yeah, no, I've uh, Andrew I, said he's coming online soon, so this works. All right, so let's, let's, hey, hey we're talking about Summer Games Fest, Andrew. And, what is that? Uh, basically, there's no E3 this year, so it's basically the discount E3. Okay. Jeff Keeley was doing it and all that stuff. So we're just going through the games right now. What uh, looks interesting, what's not. Charles crowned a uh, Western Conference uh, representative for the NBA handsomest head coaches. Okay. So that's Who a, was it? <laughs> it's Jason uh, Kidd. There you go. Yep. So Who? J- Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Oh. Yeah. Really? The bald-headed uh, guy with the, with the mega mega collar on his shirt? <laughs> yeah. And he beat... The Phoenix Suns, all right? He, he won my heart just on that alone. Yeah. Did uh, you guys see that meme where I think it was Cork Bats um, kept, at, kept photoshopping his collar to become larger and larger and larger? Yeah, yeah. I remember. 
Yeah. So. Oh, that was good shit. Uh, what's up, Andrew? Before we keep going, what, how are you doing? How's, how's it going? I'm fine. How are you guys? Uh, Andrew's good. return is uh, brought to you by Saints Row. By, by the way, everybody. So. <laughs> that is a game I've heard good things about, but I've never played. It's yeah. It's a fun. It's it's a uh, stupid Grand Theft Auto. Right. It's it's okay. it's over the top Grand Theft Auto, which is what what I like about it. To be honest, I've I've uh, I have two. I've I have two and was it two and four? No, no, I have two and three. I have two and three. I think. Uh, what happened? Didn't you play when we first started the show? Maybe, maybe yeah, yeah. I think I because they re-released it on uh, the Switch. I think it was Saint Row Three. I think. So yeah. I think I haven't played four, and I've never played the original. And uh, the new one's coming up. It's but it's sixty bucks. I'm not gonna spend money on it right now. Uh, but we don't I'm, do that here. Yeah, and I'm sure it's gonna be littered with microtransactions. So I'm not gonna because they all the customization options, and I, I'm not for that if that's gonna happen. Because uh, the whole thing about that game was like just making your character look as silly as possible. Uh, I love that. You can always change them up. It, it was fun. I, I like the Saints Row series, but I'm, you know, hopefully the new one doesn't have that. But I, I highly doubt it. So I'm sure they'll have something. If it's just DLC with like missions and stuff, then maybe. But I need a price drop before I, I'm not buying a full price, especially PC game. I keep getting PC games for free, so why am I gonna buy for buy stuff? Okay, so that was flashback. Uh, next is Witchfire, roguelite shooter. So uh, let's see. I, I what is this about? Same thing that roguelites are about fake stories with just exploring dungeons. Yeah. If you love Zelda and you want more combat, yeah, are these like procedurally generated things and all that stuff? Like, cause I, I oh, so are? yeah, I, I can't. I, I, I uh, but yeah, Returnal was different because it was a mixture of a bullet hell and just it was just beautiful. And we love Returnal as Charles's current game of the year, subject to change on a certain game that's going to be coming out allegedly in November. Or yeah. possibly a game in September. We will see if that, yeah. you know, how that plays out. I mean, it looks interesting. Uh, I, 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 it's like a medieval future, like just a mixture of things: medieval stuff, medieval setting, and uh, fantasy setting with guns. That's that's at least semi-unique, I guess. But yeah, okay. Uh, next, Fort Solis. Uh, another Dead Space esque thriller, really. Two of them? Uh, from the guy starring Troy Baker and Roger Clark, Arthur Morgan from Red Redemption 2. Okay, so we've got two Dead Space homages, which is, okay. I think, I don't know if there's, there's I, I forgot. No, no, that's a different game where these two guys were working on a project and they split up and made two very similar games. <laughs> uh, let's see, Routine. For PC and Xbox, it was announced a decade ago, and now it's finally being shown. So, is is more space games? More Dead Space? Really? Is everybody just copying Aliens and Dead Space right now? That seems to be the theme right now. It is the Final Frontier. Yeah. I mean, I know Dead Space came out, like, what? Like a decade ago? Yeah, Yeah, and I guess the last one came out a decade ago, so... Probably a bunch of guys just wanting to remake Dead Space. That's what it looks like. Um, okay. Uh, Outriders expansion. Uh, World Slayer. Okay. 
Uh, and you know, Out, Out, Outriders like twenty bucks, and I look at it, I'm like, maybe, because that means Black Friday will be ten bucks. It, it just seems like a play it during the show kind of game. Mm-hmm. And I can get behind that. Okay. Uh, I. Well, this freaking ads getting in the way. Uh, let's see. Fall Guys is uh, going to be free to play now, so there you uh, go. I can finally actually play. I think it's on the Switch. I know it's, but you have to pay for it. But I'm not now that it's going to be free to play i don't uh, i don't mind so uh and these games are you know, like you know there's a a decrease in their player base so they got to do this stuff now yeah, so it's that it makes a lot of sense uh, then you can play it on whatever so i'll finally be able to play it uh but outriders let's see i don't care about the cg whatever trailer it's just a trailer it doesn't really matter does it so eh, maybe some gameplay there but all right Next, uh, let's see, Stormgate. I've been, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of uh, uh, stuff for this. It's another free-to-play real-time strategy game. So, uh, let's see, post-apocalyptic adventure strategy game from Demagogue Highwater. I don't know what that is. Did you, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that was just like, okay, indie games, right? And I'm not really showing, like, seeing much. Uh, from uh, Goat Simulator 3, which... I, I have, like, two, and I never played. And no, Goat Simulator 2 doesn't exist. Or one, or whatever the hell it is. The one that came out. They <laughs> it, did a lot of, like, yeah. DLC for it. Yeah, no, I played Goat Simulator 1. It's it's dumb, it's stupid, and you just go and you just have some dumb fun. Uh, but it was it's very... Uh, was it late uh, 2010s? You know, 2016 mm-hmm. type of uh, game, so... I'm sure they've added slightly more polish because, I mean, anything's much better than what was uh, released. But okay, well, it was just like a CGI trailer here, so it doesn't really show me anything. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns. Uh, okay, so uh, how did you? I what did need, you think about this? I need to see real gameplay. Yeah, it I, was just I a CGI think... trailer. Yeah, the one thing I'm enjoying about what Marvel does that DC isn't doing is they're just saying, F it, we just want to make whatever money, let's make all these games and see what sticks. Because you like that. You like that. Because not every time you yeah, want you to know, play they, a comic game. You know, Avengers like, wasn't, uh, didn't succeed. In this. Oh, okay, but I can get it for like eight bucks, so I'm like, maybe. Yeah. But that's a different story. But Midnight Suns, if you played... Um, Damn, what's the name of it? Of course, now my XCOM is by the people who made it. Oh, so okay. it might be of intrigue or not. I'm slowly getting back into those kind of games. Not XCOM, but like, would you consider an RTS? Yeah, right. You know, yeah. Just a or turn based. Yeah, part of it because of part of me doing like Persona 5, even though I'm not 20 hours in, I had to take a break because, you know, Death Stranding, we're joining on that. But 20 bucks, man, I'll try anything. That, that's how it is. I, I know it doesn't sound. The best confidence for video games, <laughs> but that between everything becoming streaming services and free games coming in, I'm intrigued. I, I you know, they got they got a uh, Yuri, whatever his name is, mm. um, voicing Spider Man again. He voiced Spider Man, the uh, Marvel Spider Man games over the PlayStation Four. So more than fine for Charles. Yeah. I'll try it out. Not at full price though. Yeah. Next is uh, oh, Cuphead's getting uh, another DLC. Yeah. So, did, did you I, play Cuphead? I, 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 I no, because I don't want to hate myself. Yeah. Yet here is the guy who played Returnal. So <laughs> make it make sense. But I love Returnal. Yeah, 
I've uh, I mean I've been interested in Cuphead, but I just I haven't gotten around to getting it on the on the Switch. Because if I was gonna get it, I'd get it on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't get it on PC. And I think uh, it was on. It's on Game Pass. I would assume it's on Game Pass. So if if anything, I may just uh, renew that and then just play that. But uh, I feel like uh, if it is on Game Pass, I probably won't get around to actually beating it. I, I, Game Pass have been doing a lot for the indie games. That's that's kind of what I've been doing yeah, with that. Indie games or even multiplayer, if they have. Uh, Neon White, uh, PC and Switch. What is this? Super stylized PC game with an animated thing. Okay, it's a shooter. All right, yeah. it's an interesting little shooter there. All right, I don't mind that. Uh, Midnight Express. Uh, let's see. Looks like a cyberpunk hotline Miami. Um, interesting. All right. Uh, Warframe. Yeah, Warframe. Genshin Impact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more free to play stuff. Uh, Zenless Zone Hero. All right, and uh, well, I mean the the most important game, Charles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh my God! So it's Friday, and I'm super excited. You want <laughs> yeah. your? I'm gonna say it right now. You want your AAA? Is this a crossplay game? Is it crossplay? I, I don't know. What, what are you getting it on? Are you getting it on Switch? I, I or PC, think it's or gonna PS4. be Switch. Or PS5, sorry. Well, I, I think it would be Switch. However, I it depends, right? Because I think my natural instinct would be Switch. But my concern is they had a Casey not... Jones, so oh, yeah. they, I can't, thank God. Yeah. My concern is that they do do crossplay. How good is the crossplay? Because Sony is actually better at that kind of stuff than Nintendo. Mm. Um, but regardless, I'm super excited. You want your high frame rates that look good on OLEDs. You want your um, high end graphics that look so life like not me. I want that 2D fun. No, they got Wu Tang doing yeah. the damn like soundtrack, man. They got Raekwon. And I forgot who the other one they have going in there because I didn't read up. One of my friends was like, they got a little on here. I'm like, they're not all they like, yeah. But they got a certain amount of people that are doing some vinyl coverings. I'm like, this is the greatest day of my life. They got Casey Jones in. It, it's just looking like so much fun. They got the original voice actors. Mm. Are they going to make me pay 25 bucks for 2D? Because you know that I just hate that the most. Any kind of 2D game or that's an indie <laughs> game, I'll never really go more than 10. Really? That's your and rule? We love- I mean, yeah, okay. because I mean, why should I pay you that much money? And granted, I mean, look at the pixel work on this thing, dude. I'm I not mean, crapping on their pixel work. I'm not. Yeah, that, like, you know, look at like, the animation. This is great. Yeah, this is fantastic. And, and I'll replay the crap out. Dot Emu's uh, helping develop this. They've they've uh, they did a lot of the SNK stuff, uh, the ports and stuff for SNK. Uh, so yeah. they, they know their stuff. Believe me, uh, I played, I played a bunch of stuff for them. It's one of those things where it's like. So the Shredder's Revenge vinyl is, all right, come on, computer, like load up because I'm so excited about this. It hurts, <laughs> yeah. you know, going from there. And I don't have vinyl, so it doesn't apply to me, but I just think it's cool because your boy loves the Wu-Tang um, going from there. It's Raekwon Ghostface Killer, so that works mm. into it. So I'm like, okay, I, I, I want to know, are they actually going to be rapping in it or they just make their own separate thing? Because if I go in the middle of the game, I'm about to fight Bebop and Rocksteady. I hear Ghostface Killer. I'm like, oh shit! Like I'm just gonna throw shit down, fight something, mm. take a moment. Because I was waiting for Casey Jones. He's not my favorite by far, but if you add it in April and yeah. you had a Splinter, you need Casey Jones. Yes. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we got him. Like, what? This game's gonna be 25 bucks, and I kind of want to entertain getting the physical edition. 
just so I can that's, have like the old VCR or the VHS. It's Constantly, yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, sixty. But no, wait, they have they have their vinyl sixty. The uh, yeah, the the one thing is I'm talking about the one that comes with the freaking Pizza Hut pan pizza. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. I don't want to pay thirty five dollars for pizza that I don't eat. <laughs> but damn it, if we're going all in. At 33, you said you wanted to be six years old again, so you know, yeah, that's the whole thing. I gotta yeah. feel it, yeah. Oh no, Orbrosa died because I wasn't paying attention, yeah. Um, but I I was just sitting there, I'm like, oh man, so I'm ready for that, man. Yeah, I'm super ready for it, I'm excited for it. I'll pay it, it's coming out Friday. I didn't even know because I was waiting because I remember like when it came out, I sent it to you guys, what the fuck is this? And then they didn't release the announced date or anything like that. And then all of a sudden at this little uh, convention, that's what I'm going to call it, at this little expo, they're like, oh, yeah. June 16th. I'm like, ah! Yeah. Everybody's creaming over Last of Us remake number 5,000, even though it does Dear look Lord. good. Yeah, I know. And then there's me, who's like, oh, what? Shadow of the Colossus coming out again? And, you know, <laughs> Listen, we don't talk ish about Shadow of the Colossus. Right, that was right, almost game of the PS5, year last year. Yeah, PS5 version. Well, I, I would get that, get that ray I, tracing. I, yeah, I, I would. I would contemplate. I would assume they would try. You know, why not? Uh, Humankind, just a freaking uh, strategy game, I think. So okay. I got so excited. This is the first time I died playing Age of Calamity. <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't keeping power with it because I was like, oh yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, let's see. One Piece Odyssey. I can't get into those games. I want yeah. to, even though I know nothing about Odyssey except for Luffy ate him apple and lots of stuff i know all my anime waves are gonna beat me up but it's too long it's too long too many episodes i'm just one man i can't mm-hmm. even binge like three episodes anymore of just typical anime i'm so behind yeah no I, i'm uh i've been watching comey can't communicate because you know i like the slice of life <laughs> i love slice of life animes so that's where i'm at right now uh, uh soul hackers 2 from Atlas, so another JRPG. So I guess you know, you're, you're playing Persona, right? Or did you start it? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's. I'm 20 hours into Persona, and then I switched up to do Death Stranding. Yeah. So we're just going to alternate between the two of them in that sense. Um, but I, I know of Atlas from their other works. They're very good at what they do production-wise. So yeah. if I end up falling in love with all of that, then maybe they'll become like my new company. Okay, next is uh, Metal... Uh, let's see, Metal Hellsinger. So it's a uh, rhythm shooter. Interesting. So I guess it's a games were fun back in the day. So this is uh let's see. So I guess it's like Doom, but but with like I guess a rhythm theme in a sense. Which so I, maybe think of how you did Cadence. Of yeah, Hyrule. Cadence of Hyrule, or uh, yeah, or um, I heard Batman, uh, Batman Arkham uh, combat was inspired by Dance Dance Revolution, by the way. So. <laughs> I've seen the interviews. It's like, oh my god, really? It's like, yeah, you got to time it. I'm like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Uh, Nightingale, uh, Bioware, uh, former Bioware guy developing mm. this. All right, sure. Can like I, I say said, Bioware is overrated? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They had their moment, right? With uh, yeah. was it? And I never played with, Mass uh, Effect. Mass Effect, and then they also uh, had Kotor, but you know. Well, that's kind of where they made their thing. Twenty years you know. ago. Yeah, but they, they the mid two thousands late 2000s and that was it that was it after yeah. that then they were they made a sonic game which was terrible so were they the ones who made sonic knights no sonic Knight? Knights? no no theirs was uh sonic uh chronicles on the ds oh, which yeah. was uh which was terrible uh bad music bad it was it was bad it was really bad uh don't don't go out don't even emulate it honestly don't even emulate it 
Um, I uh, I would not recommend that. Saints Row, who was uh, sponsoring this, by the way, so you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, so, totally gonna buy your game. Uh, for I already said that I wasn't. So <laughs> that was a bad. That, that's you. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> Warhammer 40k. Eh, uh, whatever. Have we ever like I had no. I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't. Want I to have very tiny knowledge about the Warhammer series of stuff, and it's it's wow. way too much. The people that I know that like Warhammer don't make me ever want to actually try Warhammer. Yeah, but that's a fair assessment of how to define my feelings on that. Yeah. So, uh, yep. Yeah, uh, let's see. Layers of Fear, which uh, let's see, is a Silent Hill homage, I guess, because uh, Konami's not going to make that anytime soon, and uh, Guillermo del Toro didn't get his game made with Kojima. And he just ends up in Death Stranding for some reason. I just love the fact that he shows up there because it dawned on me. Oh, I've never heard him talk. There's another it. celebrity in the game. I don't know. Did you know, or should I spoil it for you, or no? Are you just gonna. You can spoil it. This one. You don't mind? Yeah. And Conan oh. Bryan's in there. <laughs> I actually remember that. Conan Bryan's in the game. So yeah, that's great. Uh, so You're yeah, welcome. look forward to that. I was, I was, I was like, is is that? And then I heard the voice, and I'm like, oh my god! All right, Gotham Knights. Okay, so listen, I'm going to pay money, not full money, but money just so I can play Dick Grayson because I love Dick Grayson. The game itself looks like it has a lifespan of 12 hours. Mm. Fine, I might get bored, but I need a little dick in my life. That can be taken in different context for anybody who's actually with I mean, it's, is it, I I don't know if you would, it's not. I'm buying the pop, Francisco. We're all in on it. Is it a? I'm trying to like look at the the gameplay. Oh, so you haven't seen the gameplay? So it's not fully um, like Arkham Knights. But it, yeah, it's, it's the same developer. Montreal. Yeah, but the whole thing is take place after like Bruce Wayne's supposed death. Yeah, and the, the, then the Nightfall Protocol, or whatever. So yeah. Yeah. and they'll have like Court of Owls, but it's its own separate universe. So it's okay. um, Dick, Barbara, Jason, and Tim gonna go and try to. Oh my God, I died again because I'm so excited about talking about Dick Grayson. We got mm-hmm. a problem here um i thought i was about to win what the hell so they're just kind of do beat him up and there's like paragliding and stuff yeah. like that so i'm just gonna play it that's it so yeah co-op multiplayer beat him up and okay all right uh next is uh let's see uh the last of us once again and that's it i replayed it a year ago so it's like I don't need it, and then two got boosted up to work into higher frame rate and 4K mm. rendering, and it was a beautiful game anyway. So, and I think I would replay part two um, because I was one of those few people who didn't come in just hating on it. The fact that you have a female male character, you neck beards. Um, mm. I, I appreciate what it was. It was like an eight to me. It is not a perfect game, but. Sometimes there's certain kinds of games that you like that are your kind of messes, and that's how I'll explain Last of Us Part Two for me at least. All right, uh, that's it. So that was it. That was Summer Games Fest. So that was uh, interesting. I mean, really, I I didn't see much aside from Gotham Knights for me and uh, and, and Ninja Turtles. That kind of well, like okay. Part part of the issue too is a lot of them are going unless you're a third party publisher. A lot of them are going to have their own thing, a state of play, mm-hmm. Nintendo Direct, where Microsoft just did this Bethesda thing. And yeah. I don't want to say Bethesda's overrated, but I don't need another Fallout anymore. I've had my fill. I played four. I put in like eighty hours into it. I'm surprised I passed law school <laughs> because of how much time I put into that game. Um, but I don't need any more, man. All right. I don't need it. 
so we're gonna go to a word from our non-sponsors where we're at an hour and eight minutes and then after that we'll uh andrew if you're still there uh we'll yep. uh, we'll uh, do the uh preview of the stanley cup finals Okay. Because we, me and Charles, already talked basketball and all that stuff, and then uh, we talked really good stuff yeah, about basketball. Yeah, we actually, basketball. yeah, we. Th- I thought you we actually were... came in the point that we thought we were going to yeah. start the show on. Yeah, we were just kind of. I mean, we we're not really talking about baseball, but uh, yeah. So let's uh, people, places, things, concepts, what have you that we have been enjoying over the last week, and uh, I don't know who wants to start this week. Anybody? A- Andrew can start because he hasn't spoken. Andrew, do you, what do you? Uh... Want look around the room Goodness, I, I was honestly <laughs> very unprepared for this week i all right was, i mean i was running errands up in delray beach so i just got back and i'm like all right well i'm gonna start then, okay andrew if you think of something we'll, we'll we'll go on to you or something like that and we'll we'll put you at the end all right we'll, i'll take we'll, it we'll, we'll, we'll trail you all right so I, i'm just gonna start death stranding <laughs> damn it well, you don't you don't give them until you actually beat them. So I know in about two months we're like, all right, well, exactly. So, but I want to do it now because I've, I've I've been obsessed with this game for like the last <laughs> last week. I look, you guys, I I you know when I dreamed about this game, <laughs> you're just a billica courting a little baby too. <laughs> I was just making I was just making deliveries. That was the dream. It was nothing even significant. Like it wasn't anything. No BTS grabbed me, and I wasn't having any nightmares or anything like that. My I was, God, aren't they terrifying? Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, but you, and you finally get a way to combat them. Finally, a little bit. Uh, but uh, it's still kind of nerve wracking when you get to them. But yeah, Death Stranding. Uh, Hideo Kojima. He's a, he's just recently he's going to make a game for Microsoft now. So he's working on that. So uh, and it, you know just uh, got an update on PS Five. Uh, the mm-hmm. director's cut. Director's cut. That's what I got. Yep. So I don't know what your differences are between my version and yours, Charles. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think they do some stuff with extra story. Okay. And, um, aside from like performance things of like high end 4K yeah. rendering HDR and all that. So I'm I'm doing the PC version on Epic Games. I got it for free, but it's it's good. I'm telling you, people criticize this game at the beginning. Uh, because uh, I guess people just didn't get it, and Kojima was like, "Y'all just don't get it." You, and... How did you explain to people when you try to talk about it? Uh, I'm a delivery man trying not to die. That's literally how I explained to yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's you. You're you are Amazon pack uh, package guy. So this is uh, the dystopian future with uh, where Jeff Bezos wins. <laughs> but uh you know humanity dies alongside it you know for for some unknown reason i haven't gotten that far into the thing but mysterious things happen a ton of people died and when people die things explode and then there's babies that help you sense weird things there's dead whales and fish everywhere Baz mickelson's in it yeah so uh you know, so, yeah guillermo del toro's in it conan o'brien's in it uh so um I can't explain it. Norman Reedus, of course, the main character. You can uh, poop and pee and use that as biological weapons. Yeah, that's that's part of it too, and uh, just uh, tra- tra- uh, traversing mountain ranges and 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 you know just don't trip on rocks. That's basically. Why is it always damn raining in the damn game? Yeah, I, I, when it rains, it makes you age or makes your stuff age, and you have to wear all the protective stuff. 
and spray your containers with anti-aging thing. It's weird. We haven't gotten through all of it, but it's a damn good looking game. That's for sure. Oh my goodness. I mean, just like the water effects in this game are amazing, by the way. Uh, I mean, I've been telling you guys, this is the game that made uh, Ramona worth it. Yeah. It's, it looks good. It looks good on my, on my TV uh, as well. Right, it's it's 4K and all that stuff, and uh, yeah, Andrew, you have a PS4. It should run on your system as well, and it's uh, it, it looks good. Um, it's very realistic, hyper realistic. You gotta you gotta manage yourself. You gotta manage all your stuff, and uh, you just make sure you you make the packages. It's it's like a futuristic Pony Express. So, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, oh my God! Time again. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Death Stranding. So promo code uh, uh, Philip J Fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm a I'll delivery agree. boy. <laughs> okay, who's next? I'll go. Yeah, I have something. All right. Um, I am gonna go with. I know you guys talk about TVs like all the time, and you have Ramona and other shit. You guys, you have uh TV on your wall, Francisco, or something. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit more modest with my TV. Mm. And I want to give this baby a shout out. Aww. It is a I'm looking up what the model number is. Oh, by the way, what's your computer's model? What model is your computer? Is it a HP? Is it Dell? Is it Lenovo? HP. Okay. All right. Well, we were sponsored by Lenovo in this in this stream, by the way. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Um, it is a. You ready? (laughs) (laughs) We're ready. I'm just waiting to type it in. (laughs) L one three two. Oh my god. Okay. D four five zero. Okay. G one D. It's a Samsung? Yeah. G1D? X- XZA. Z is in zebra. G1D. XZA. <laughs> just did like a wind talkers thing. <laughs> okay, so I'll try and find it here. Uh, let's see. Samsung LN32D4G. Oh, yeah, these are, these are the models. Okay. So we're going to go on Samsung's official website. There you go. Uh, let's see. All right. I got it. So I got this thing, and unlike Charles, I don't have a name for this. It's just my TV. Um, We'll come to you. I got this about, let's say, 10 years ago. Um, My TV. (laughs) Um, I got this about 10 years ago. It was part of promotion at Rooms to Go. I needed a new bed, new mattress, and they had, you know, buy one of our mattresses and get a free TV. I'm like, cool. I get a bed and a TV. Why not? The TV fared better than the mattress. The the mattress, I had to get it replaced like a year later (laughs) because the thing like has no structural support in the center. Mm. You guys remember from the Rugrats how the grandpa had this bed? Yes. 
that that was my bed that was my mattress in a nutshell in essence i mean not not that bad that they exaggerated it for effect but basically there was a huge divot in the middle of the mattress Mm -hmm. um so i got a replacement and sure enough that had the same problem (laughs) so (laughs) anyway this uh samsung wxyz a spca 74 for 2069 nice um, <laughs> tv you know it's not beautiful you know it doesn't have all of the the uh bells and whistles that you guys have on your tvs but it does its job it's nice little tv um decent size it's probably like 30 some inches it's so the, it's it, it's the frank vogel of tvs it, <laughs> it's a callback <laughs> it, it serves its purpose uh for me um you know i plan on having this thing for a while because you know if it ain't broke don't fix it i'm um, personally attacked <laughs> yeah i am attached to this well, little thing I mean, Charles, you took a. I mean, you've been talking about getting new TV for like the last four years, so <laughs> it took you a while to pull the trigger. I mean, and and part of the reason is I don't have enough room in my room for a big ass TV like you guys have. So, you know, maybe it's maybe it's smaller than I would like, you know, for a like a gaming TV, but and like the aspect ratio is a little bit funky because it cuts off some of the screen. Um, but it's my little baby. It's my Samsung. So shout out to my, my Samsung promo code. Mike TV. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Mike TV. (laughs) Promo code Mike TV. Yeah. Why not? There you go. Alternatively, you could say, uh, better than a bed. Yeah. I'm right. serious. That, that mattress was a piece of shit, man. <laughs> like, seriously, do... I don't care what they do. They could say, buy one of our mattresses and we will resur- resurrect Jesus Christ. Mm. Don't buy one of their mattresses. No, uh, okay. Uh, Charles. See, I feel like that doesn't help because he's Jewish, so it's almost put in, like, one hand... In the bush, on one hand for destruction of humor, I like I mean, it though. Maybe listen laugh. for for what it's worth. I don't think he's the Messiah or anything, but <laughs> I was a good guy. Was a good dude. Yeah, I, yeah. I would I would love to meet him. Right. I, I honestly would love to meet him and get his take on things because he had a lot of very good ideas. I don't think he's the son of God or anything, but I still respect the man. A little Larry David skit going on right here. Uh, mm. All right. Whereas I'm stuck saying better to reign in hell than serve in heaven. Well, I'm not going there anyway, so it's all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I called Kobe a rapist earlier today, um, Andrew, so we, we know where we're at. Sort of things. Watch the show, kids. Watch the recap. Mm. I'm up. I really, it was tough kind of figuring out what I was going to bring today for my non-sponsors because I think you guys would be proud of me. Like the last seven days or so, I have not come spend my money erroneously <laughs> in the worst way possible. Um, but there is something that I have been enjoying oh so often lately, 
And I have talked to you guys about it before, but I feel like, because I'm almost done with the bottle that I should, it's surprisingly it's not alcohol, that I'm almost done with the bottle that I should give the shout out to it. But I feel that any kind of cooking that you have in life, mm. whether it's made by a six-year-old, made by your sweet abuela, or made by me, can be fixed and cure the disease that is blandness in our food places with a little bit old hot sauce. And some people, they like their tapatia, they like their cristal. But what I love to do whenever I go over there is try like new hot sauces. My family went to, I almost said the Keys, they didn't go to the Keys, they went to St. Augustine a couple mm. months ago. And what they got was a kind of hot sauce that was they got me many hot sauces, but they got me one that I was particularly trying. I started with, and I, my non-sponsor is Pepper Palace's Peach Serrano Hot Sauce, and it is a hot sauce that is a mixture of peach Ooh. and like other kind of whatever, not jalapeno, Ooh, but a different kind of spice. I, like oh, I, I've been to the Dolphin Mall location. <laughs> yeah, and so. It, it, it'll play with you a little bit it, that, because oh God, it's, it's very place. sweet to begin with. Buy and five and get six, get the six one free, guys. And we love stuff like that because yeah. my father and I, we've we been playing around with it. And this has gone well on mm. Jimmy Dean breakfast sausages sandwiches. It's is this gone, some, gone, what, what level of heat is this, Charles? Mild, medium, hot, excellent. So here, here's the thing you got to shake it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. The first couple of tries, I didn't shake it up that much. Yeah, you got to get so, it. So, yeah. when I got to halfway through the bottle, mm -hmm. then you really feel that heat to where it comes to a nice little sting. Like, a, it's a solid four, five. You know, so it's more Andrew based because the peach flavor is very. So, would um, you say medium or would you say hot? Light medium. Light medium. Light uh, medium. Because right. it, it's a difference of people. But. I oh, thoroughly so enjoy it, and it's one of the few that I, because I've talked oh, to you guys about some of my hot sauce endeavors, but it might be one of those few where I actually might keep it into my rotation. Um, oh, I'm trying to find hot. the, uh, what, what flavor is this one? Peach, peach Serrano. Peach. I'll just put peach and see what I get. It's like 15 uh, bucks peach. that you get on Amazon. Ah, here we but go, here we go, I see it. 15 bucks, it, yeah. It even goes well on like basic things, like pork rinds and stuff. I'm like, what the hell? Mix that a little bit with like a burger. I'm gonna get Wendy's later because I haven't eaten like crap in an entire week. But mm -hmm. That's a lot. I had chicken the other day because uh, things. But it, it's very tasty. It's very good. It's got that sweet, sweet, sweet with a little bit of a kick. Good for chicken wings. And I had a barbecue over the weekend for my nephew's graduation. So my brother-in-law, he's weird. He likes to do just like naked chicken wings sometimes. So anytime there's leftovers, I would have that. Mixes well with everything. So. That's my non-sponsor going into a yeah. Pepper Palace with Peach Serrano hot sauce. Get yourself some. It's really tasty. 15 bucks is not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> for quality that you have, I sneeze, so forgive me if you heard that in the background. For quality that you have, and if you're a lover of hot sauce like me, it makes you want to try some of their other stuff. I would definitely recommend it. And there are other hot sauce bottles, but I don't like to have too many because that I, I think what happens is or open too many and use too many because – I, I believe that creates a can of worms me never finishing everything. So the next one I have, I think it's extra hot and spicy. So I have to really be judicious of what I use it with. But man, even when I'm with some lechon, I was like, holy shit. Mm. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Because you can have leftovers too. When you go to big cookouts, it's summertime, there's birthdays, there's parties, graduation. So if you have big cookouts and you're on day three of your plate, but you're broke because we're in inflation world 
and you got to eat the sir the same third day pork chops and chicken get yourself a little bit of the beef mm-hmm. it'd be muy tasty promo code um peaches and cream yeah uh, I, charles freddie has a question for you all right I haven't uh, had the mango habanero. I think that's actually one that I have. I have. It's good. So, yeah. But it, it's sweet with a kick that comes after because there are actual mm-hmm. peppers in there. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, am gonna piggyback onto this. Yeah, I, I recommend going to. They got. I mean, they got so in the, and they have the little things you can with the little spoons, just like at the, at the, uh, at the froyo or the ice cream place. You can try the different uh, sauces and, and see what you like. So. And they're all over the place, all over the U.S. and Canada. So you'll, and they're basically, they're the, basically the only reason malls still exist. So, yeah, really good. Uh, all right. Okay, so we're on to second half of the show. So uh, Andrew, it's it's time. It's time. Yep. Let's let's it do time. let's do that hockey, right? Let's do that hockey. <sighs> so Stanley Cup Finals, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, 2022 Stanley Cup Finals. It is the Tampa Bay Lightning from the Eastern Conference against the Colorado uh, Colorado Avalanche from the Western Conference. Very quick, let's break down how the teams got to where they are. Mm-hmm. Got to where they are. <laughs> so, starting over in the Eastern Conference, the Tampa Bay of the Eight teams that made it were the Florida, the Florida Panthers, ugh. going going in order of their seating. I, I know, but uh, we're going Panthers. we're going full full recap. All right, uh, we, we we talked earlier this 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 episode about the Heat going out. Now that discouraged me. Now this. <laughs> what, what, what so the Florida Panthers take on the Washington Capitals. Yeah. Uh, Florida Panthers, of course, were the President's Trophy winner with the best regular season record. Uh, Washington <laughs> was the lower seeded wild card, and they come out of the Metropolitan Division. You've got Toronto Maple Leafs against the Tampa Bay Lightning. You've got the Carolina Hurricanes, who were the one seed in the Metropolitan Division, taking on the second lowest seed, wild card seed, the Boston Bruins. Yeah, the New York Rangers take on Pittsburgh. So, Florida broke, uh, made some history, won their first playoff series in 25 years. Or is it 26? 26. 20, 26 years. They honestly got very lucky because they could have gone down 3-1 in the series. But God damn, he's coming for the throat right there, the jugular. Yeah, but I already saw your editing trees thing today, so I've already you, been you, primed for it. One of the one of the capitals doinked it off of the post, uh, an empty net, doinked it off the post. Uh, good old. Uh, we we don't have to go through the whole series again. Okay, well, anyway, <laughs> Florida wins that series four to two. Uh, Tampa Bay, of course, the reigning reigning. Uh, Stanley Cup champions won in 2020 in the bubble, and they won in 2021. The only legit uh, bubble team. <laughs> thank you. Um, like Toronto the took them to the brink. Toronto had them. Toronto was, in my opinion, the toughest team we faced in the one of the toughest teams we faced in this this run so far. They were the only team that took us to. 
that had us in a non-clinching elimination game, i.e. Game 7. Um, you know, we've been in Game 7s, but it was always we were ahead, then the other team took a game to bring it to Game 7. Here, we had to win two games in order to win the series. So, we survived Toronto. I think good things are coming for Toronto in the future, because if they took us to that, they sure as hell should be able to win a playoff series next season, which of course means that they're not going. I, I do want to interrupt real quick. There's a, a, a possible coal job happening tonight. I know. I was just looking at it against the Rays. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah, it's against the Rays. So that's that's what I wanted to point out because you know. Freddie points out that he ended the fantasy season with more Panthers on my roster than all but one other NHL team. Sad. Yeah. God. Um, <laughs> All right. Carolina and Boston, uh, they took it to seven. Uh, Carolina prevails. Boston was just right. Boston was really beat up. You know, you, you look at the injuries their afterwards. Head and the... coach. Huh? They fired their head coach. I, that was dumb. That was extremely dumb. That Boston team uh, probably out like overdid everything today, but. I, I in this season, but that Boston team was well coached, and I feel like if they were less banged up, they might have won that series against Carolina. So I agree, um, and this was the essentially the same team that took that took uh, eventual Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues to seven games in 2019. Yeah, well, I mean. This, this is the same kind of mistake as what the New York Islanders did, firing uh, Barry Trotz. He took them to the Eastern Conference Final slash third round because in 2021, they didn't have conferences. They just had rounds. Yeah. Um, two years in a row took us to a Game 7 in 2021 – and they're only and they made it all the way. The only team losing to was us, who eventually won the Stanley Cup. So, New York Islanders, Boston Bruins, you guys are freaking idiots. But anyway, um, then the last Eastern Conference series was the New York Rangers against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh uh, insert Adam Sandler, you blew it meme. Yeah, uh, they had a three-one lead on the Rangers, lose three straight. To the uh, to the Rangers, and there we go. We're moving on. Yeah. Second round, Battle Florida, Tampa. Uh, we don't we don't have to go through this again. <laughs> I'll be nice. Uh, Tampa Bay wins 4-0. Um, Vasilevsky is cementing his legacy. That's, a, let's just say that. In Vasilevsky that is a god among men. All right. Um. He's a god among gods. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll get a little more into that in the next round. Uh, Carolina, New York went back and forth, literally, because they couldn't win on each other's, on the other team's ice until the very end. Um, so New York wins 3-4, 4-3 uh, over Carolina. Now to the conference final. Tampa Bay lost the first two games, both in New York, to the Rangers. This one I'm going to go a little more in depth into because this I haven't finished discussing this series yet since it's finished. Mm -hmm. um, We're at first, 131, just to let you know. 
All right, I'll speed it up. No, no, no. I'm just saying because uh, okay. I mean, like the Western Conference, I didn't really pay too much attention to in the Neither rounds, but then like uh, just the breakdown, especially what the Oilers, uh, basically two players carrying those guys. But okay, sorry. right, yeah. So Tampa lost the first two games. People were starting to get a bit nervous. Uh, the whole rust ver- uh, rest versus rust, uh, decidedly on the side of rust in this case. Um, they had uh, Lightning had nine days off uh, between the end of the second round against Florida and the start of the conference final against New York. Uh, Vasilevsky was not playing like Vasilevsky. The players were not blocking shots. They weren't taking many shots. They were sloppy. Uh, aw, thank you, Freddie. It's nice to have you again. He says, it's been a while since I didn't have a standing commitment to do my own show on a Tuesday night. This feels mm. kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Freddie, right. why don't you give us your stuff for the show? Yeah, well, what's what's uh, what's your show? What's, yeah, uh, we, 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 we help each other out here. Yeah. Freddie, Freddie, gonna leave us on that read on that two AM. You up? Uh, while he's typing, I'll just I'll finish through. Um, but when Tampa returned to Amelie Arena, they just flipped a switch and they well, three and a half games were pure Tampa Bay Lightning hockey from the past two years. Um, Game three was pretty close. It came down to a last-second goal by Eric Chernak uh, to uh, to steal that one away, 3-2. Um, oh, I was helping do a show for uh, Fan Choice Football for a bit. That's done, at least for now, along with the season. You were working for FCF, or you were doing it like along with the season? Hold on, guys. Sorry, I was I was doing something real quick. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yep. All right. Yeah. What What was going on? There's a mosquito in my room. I'm trying to kill it. <laughs> I stepped away uh, for a second. Was saying that he was doing a show for Fan Choice Football for a bit. Oh, but that's okay. been at least for this season. All right. Okay. Uh, um, where were we? Right. So, Eric Chernak. Uh, no, was it Chernak? No, sorry. Andre Palat mm. uh, scored a game-winning goal with uh, very little time left in Game 3. That one was pretty evenly matched. Um, but from then on, it, it it was just domination by the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yep. Uh, you felt like uh, co-host an hour-long show for a few weeks. Ball- nice! Mm-hmm. That's good uh, resume padding there, man. Who knows? Maybe it'll be for uh, paid gigs at some point if the FCF keeps growing. That would be very nice. And we could say, hey, we knew Freddie back then. Yeah. Yeah, between you and Freddie are both leaving us because you're both high and mighty. (laughs) Jeremy Jeremy Taché was on the show, right? You know, Gabby was on the show. We're like we're like SNL and uh, the Daily Show. We, you know, we, we're actually funny on, on like an SNL. So you know, right? <laughs> we, we we take we, risks with our comedy. We grow burgeoning stars. Yeah. Um. So, 
So, but yeah, after after game three, it was just total domination by Tampa. Um, you know, you weren't really sure going into game five because the first four games, the home team took it, uh, all the wins. But once Tampa won game, fi- uh, game five in New York, you kind of felt like the series was, it was going to be an inevitable end. Mm. And it, it, it happened. Vasilevsky did his thing. Uh, and I got to say, Igor Shosturkin is a beast. He, this Rangers team is going to be back. We'll tell it's you. going to be back. They're Absolutely. going to be back. Like this, they, their their rebuild has gone on. Like it's it's gone really well. It has. Um, and if you have Shosturkin leading the way, who is probably the Vezina Trophy winner this year, mm. if he keeps playing like he did, I mean, like I was. When I predicted that this was going to be a goalie battle, I was fucking right. Um, with the exception of those first two games where Vasilevsky was uh, pretty rusty, which, by the way, fa- uh, the Rangers fans were chanting, uh, Igor is better, uh, several times during those first two games. But at the end of game six, mm. uh, which was in Tampa, the Tampa fans were saying Vasilevsky's better. So I will say... I will give the edge to Vasilevsky here because once he got the rust off, he was doing Vasilevsky things. Yep. Uh, in the last eight... Can you say Vasilevsky is now Vasilevsky? I don't think he ever left. I don't, I don't, Vasilevsky. Well, he was down for like he two did, games. Yeah, let but... Me, let yeah. me have my puns, damn it. <laughs> he, he never Vasilevsky, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. He never Vasilevsky. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Shisurkin is going to be a beast if he keeps this up. Um, I see, I see a few similarities with Vasilevsky, um, and they're actually very similar in age. Vasilevsky is 27, Shisturkin is 26. The only reason it feels like Vasilevsky is older is because he's actually been in the league for several years at this Mm -hmm. point. Shisturkin's a newbie, uh, but he's going to be doing some good things. Um, you got Mika Zabinajad, uh, Kreider, like they, they've got a stack roster. They're going to be back, uh, going over to the Western conference, uh, Colorado first round sweeps Nashville, uh, St. Louis wins four, two over Minnesota. Calgary takes, uh, Dallas took Calgary to seven, but ultimately the flames prevail. Yeah. Uh, and that was only on the back of their goalie, by the way. (laughs) Yes, uh, that's a, that's another goalie, uh, Jake Ottinger. Holy yeah. shit! Um, like I, I that stars I watching, team should not have gone seven games. No, not at all. He willed them to seven, that's... and he couldn't. And he lost in overtime in that game anyway. So he almost right. won that series. If only he could score, you know. Yeah, it's it's that's a situation where if the if if they make it to the final. Like I could back in two thousand three, just a little bit of history lesson, uh, particularly for Charles here. Jean-Sebastien. Uh, t- typically, the the Conn Smythe uh, Trophy for uh, they call it playoff MVP, but in reality, it's the best player from the team that won the Stanley Cup. On a few instances, it's been a player from the losing team that has won. 
Most recent was 2003 with uh, Jean-Sebastien Stiger, um, who was the... I will get to that, Freddy. So I will get to that. Five players have been awarded the Conn Smythe despite losing in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, so J.S. Shiger was the goalie for the uh, def- with for the losing uh, Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Um, so if Ottinger had made it to the final, I could have seen him being the Conn Smythe <laughs> winner either way because that means he would have had to get through it would it means we'd have gotten through calgary edmonton and colorado so like if they somehow made it to the stanley cup it's purely on the back of jake ottinger yeah um if if ottinger can stay hot and the uh stars give him a little bit of support the I can stars see the stars are at a, like in a weird point in their history where I mean, they still got some guys, some lingering guys, but like that 2020 run was probably like their peak. Yeah. And uh, unless they do like a, I don't know, just like a, I don't know what surprise run that they can do. I mean, this season that could have happened, you know, uh, if they had just made it past the first round. But it, it's they they've got some que- they got some questions that they they, they need to figure out but as far as the makeup. One of their question team, they but... don't have is their goalie. oh no they finally have a goalie they finally like, they finally they, have moved goalie. on Ben Bishop is is done you know that type of stuff like that they have a new guy so um so then Edmonton LA Edmonton wins four three the Kings I will say with the Kings they are another one of those teams that's up and coming like their rebuild has gone really well too. And and they are transitioning because Dustin Brown's retiring. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. So second round Western Conference, uh, Colorado, the infamous Colorado series. Uh, they win four two over St. Louis. Of mm-hmm. course, as I have previously previously mentioned, that's the series where Nazem Kadri was getting all of those death threats and shit. Yep. Um. Carmen is a bitch, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, then, then uh, the Battle of Alberta, which, and I have to agree with your name tree on this one. Very underwhelming. <laughs> uh, the two battles of uh, Florida and Alberta, respectively, were pretty underwhelming. Yeah, um, and they both went to the teams that dominated that series anyway. So, right. Um, then Colorado Edmonton, that went for. I was somewhat surprised that Colorado was able to sweep Edmonton. Because, don't get me wrong, Colorado is a team on a mission. And the fact that they're in the, uh, the Stanley Cup final is not a surprise. But Edmonton has Connor McDavid, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Leon Dreisidel. They're the, stacked. Yeah, but uh, they are stacked in only one category. Right, <laughs> offense, and that's it. They had to slug their way through this playoffs. They had to play '80s hockey in order to be able to win it, and uh, '80s hockey doesn't really work anymore. So, no. Um, and uh, I I will get to Connor McDavid in a minute, Freddie, uh, because I would like to address that because that was pretty funny. Well, let's. Uh, I have his his stats from this postseason up. In 16 games, this is just McDavid, and Dreisaitl also put up similar numbers. Uh, and a lot of the Oilers put up some really great offensive numbers, but uh, 16 games for McJesus, 10 goals, 23 assists. 
Like, he, he obviously, like, he had legacy on the brain, and just, he just, oh, he's on a team that just has no defense and uh, uh, no goaltender. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Um, so, yeah, so going to the finals here, it is the Tampa Bay Lightning going for a historic three-peat. Has not been done since the 1980s. Uh, New York Islanders, and finally, finally, the Tampa Bay Lightning, who for the past two seasons have been like Rodney Dangerfield saying, I don't get no respect, are finally getting respect, even from the people who were begrudgingly accepting of their last two Stanley Cups, mm -hmm. because this is it is in spite of the fact that there is a salary cap now, and in spite of the fact that the salary cap has been flat for the past two seasons thanks to COVID, mm. Julian Breezewai is a fucking genius. He's our GM. Um, he has made trades that seem, what the hell is he thinking? He's traded a ton of draft picks for guys that are like, why? Um... But guys like uh, Barkley Goodrow, Blake Coleman, in the past two seasons, now this season it's Nick Paul and uh, Brandon Hagel. Those guys are doing things. I mean, Nick Paul single-handedly won Game 7 of the Toronto series because he was the only guy that scored goals. Yeah. I don't want to say single-handedly because obviously Vasilevsky only allowed one goal. But offensively, he was the only guy that got on the board. So amazing stuff like that. Colorado, need I say more? You've got Nathan McKinnon, uh, Gabriel Landeskog, uh, Kale McCarr, mm. uh, Eric Johnson. Mm. Uh, Nazem like, Kadri. Well, actually, Nazem Kadri is injured. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. He's he injured. got injured in the Edmonton series. Yes, he did. He's been out since game three of the Edmonton series. Um, well, let me go with, so Tampa Bay, the, they've been, they've won the last two series without the engine. So the, so the proclaimed engine of the team, Braden Point, he's been out since game seven of the Toronto series. So he's been out for probably close to a month at this point. Uh, will he be rusty going back in? I don't know. Uh, the chances are very likely that he's going to be back at some point in the finals. Uh, there are even people thinking that he might be back for game one, which is tomorrow night. Uh, either way, if he's playing at even 70% of Braden Point, he's going to be a huge asset for the Lightning going forward, um, which makes their run even more remarkable because he's been the team's best offensive player during the last two playoffs. Um who knows what it was just a lower body injury they keep saying it was something up with his one of his legs um so the fact that tampa's been able to succeed despite his absence is incredible mm. um and i'm not just saying that as a <clears throat> lightning fan all of the prognosticators and the people are like holy crap how do they do this without Braden point um uh, can i can i list off some uh some stats here Absolutely. All right. So uh, this, 
the season series between Tampa and, and Colorado, the Lightning lost both games, but they were by a score of four to three and three to two. So it it and it was in October and of of of, uh, of this season and, and in February. So we're kind of getting like this is going to be close. This is not going to be uh, these these two teams have already gone head to head and it's really close. Uh, Kucherov in the last five games leads the Lightning in points with eight. Makar for, with nine for for Colorado. Stankos, and he's a defenseman, mind you. He's a defenseman, mind well, you. Well, I mean, he's a he's he's a superstar in the making. So, uh, Steven Stamkos with four goals leading the Lightning in the last five, and uh, JT Comfer for the Avs at five. Uh, Makar with seven assists. Kucherov with five in the last five games, and then plus minus it's Landis Cog with eight plus and uh, plus six for Kucherov. As far as the goalies, uh, Darcy Kemper has been injured. So uh, uh, Francis, the backup goalie for the Avs, has been going. That might be a huge thing with this series is the goaltenders on Colorado's side, which kind of evens the stakes here. Uh, but uh, Francis has a 2.86 goals against average and a 6 save percentage. But uh, Vasilevsky is at 2.27 goals against and 928 save percentage so it's it's a big difference uh between the percentage points there uh the abs have a better power play they're at 31.1 percent on theirs uh, compared to 22 for the lightning but the lightning's penalty kill which has been amazing this postseason is at 82 percent while colorado's at 75 colorado's got a better face-off percentage at 48 but it's not that big of a difference 48 46 um uh the goals for I mean, Colorado's scoring um, 4.64 goals per game, which leads the entire playoffs this season. They've just been destroying teams. And the Lightning are at 3.06. And then uh, the goals against, the Lightning are giving up 2.4 goals against, which is the second best in all of the postseason. But the Avs are at 2.86. So the Avs are playing well enough defense, but how long can they sustain that? Uh, with especially if a backup goalie is their main goalie going into the series, so that's that's kind of the things that kind of uh, you know McKinnon's leading their team in 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 in, in, in points. Uh, Landeskog is uh, uh, and he's also yeah leading them in goals and, and in points in total. Landeskog's the leader in assists, while the Lightning have um, Kucherov at, at twenty three points. I think he leads all of the postseason. Uh, no, 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 no. I think uh, McKin- uh, McDavid had more, and then uh, uh, most goals for the Lightning this postseason has been from Stamkos at nine. So, so there you go. Uh, and yeah, so and uh, that's 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 the the series right there. So let me so let me give my my final thoughts because I know we're probably running low on time here. We're at one fifty. Uh, so yeah, so about a good time to wrap it up. So this is truly going to be a battle of offense versus defense. This is so it's it's uh, was like a, a, an unbreakable wall versus an immovable object mm-hmm. versus a, whatever the the saying is. That's truly what's going on. Here. Unstoppable force, immovable object. Thank you. Uh, Tampa does has decent offense but nothing like Colorado. Meanwhile, Colorado's defense is not in the same league 
as the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I'm not even just going by the goaltenders. The Lightning players block so many shots. I don't it's know. ridiculous. You saw Urinating Trees video today. Um, mm-hmm. And he, he akin the Lightning to like the way the Devils had the trap going in the 90s. Right. They, it's, they're playing, they're somehow playing old style hockey in 2022. Um, so it's, it's going to come down to really, can Tampa get enough shots through Franco or Kemper if he comes back to counter any goal of goals, if any, how many goals that Colorado can score on Vasilevsky. So it's, I mean, and I'm trying to take my bias out of it here. I know that everyone thinks that Colorado is going to win the series. I don't think so. I mean, I I, I don't think so. I think Tampa is going to win this in six games. I think Colorado is going to win at least one of their games at home. I I hope I'm not jinxing it, but let's see how accurate I am. I think Tampa will get game one because they have, quote-unquote, less rest than Colorado. Colorado's been off for eight days. Tampa's only been off for four days. Um, so I think Tampa will get game one. I think Colorado will break the rust, get game two in Colorado. I think Tampa will get games three and four in Tampa. Mm. I think Colorado will get game five. Wait, no, 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 hold on. Sorry. No, no, no. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have my math right. So, Tampa gets one, game one, Colorado two, Tampa three and four, Colorado five, and Tampa wins it in game six at home. Because I think by the time Colorado gets into Tampa, their rust is going to be gone. But Tampa has incredible home ice advantage. They have a very long winning streak at home. So I think the only way they'll be able, Colorado will be able to win games is if they're in Denver. Um, but Tampa will have the advantage of being a little bit fresher, more recently playing. But they have that nine-day break, now coupled with a four-day break. But it's not so long as to bring them into rust territory like the eight-game day break. The eight-game, eight-day break will be for Colorado. Don't forget the altitude. Uh, that true. That too. Absolutely. So, like I said, I think I think ultimately Vasilevsky is going to be Vasilevsky coupled with the blocking shots ability of Tampa is going to be too much for Colorado to overcome. And I'm not saying that that Colorado sucks. Quite the contrary. This is a team that can and should be been, winning a cup at some point soon. They've been building for this moment for a long time. They're you guys in uh, uh, basically before uh, 2020. Right. So, and again... My prediction is Tampa in six. I would not be surprised if this goes to seven. I wouldn't be surprised if Colorado wins this thing. I would be surprised if either team wins this in five or less, though. This is going to be a very grind-out series at the end of the day. But ultimately, I think Colorado, the goaltenders they've faced have been sieves. They faced um, 
Mike Smith. They faced uh, Jonathan Quick. Uh, no, not Jonathan Quick. Sorry. Um, they faced us. No, no. Soros was injured in the Predator series. He, he oh, didn't right. even play. So they played their backup. It was it was basically a cakewalk for them. So they played Nashville's backup. They played the backup for St. Louis. And then yeah. they played fucking Mike Smith, who either makes improbable saves or gives up a shot, I kid you not, from the other blue line. <laughs> yes. And then he was like, what the heck? Like, he was looking at, like, what the <laughs> That was funny. Uh... Colorado, in this playoff, has not faced a Vasilevsky-type goaltender. Yeah. Tampa Bay has faced a Vasilevsky-type goaltender in Igor Shosturkin. They yeah. know what it takes. Even to beat. even Bobrovsky brought gave him a, a good fight. Yeah, because he was absolutely. like he was the only good thing the Panthers had. That was that's that's a very good point. That series and even the the the, the Leafs goaltender. So yeah, that series was ultimately a bit closer than the four zero would suggest because. Some of those games were very close. I mean, one of the wins was with, I think, three point something seconds on the clock. <laughs> yeah. That was just, that was just because, yeah. uh, one to defenders, yeah. because one of your defenders make a boneheaded move and decide to move under under the Go net. after Kucherov, and Kucherov did right. a backhanded pass to Colton. I was, was stupid it. as hell, but hey, thank Anyways. you. Anyways. So, but yes, I think Tampa, ultimately, they faced better competition goaltending wise i mean uh even uh, i forgot his name the the toronto goaltender he was pretty good too they took us to seven games so i think ultimately tampa's experience with better goaltenders is going to serve them well in this series on top of the fact that kemper or franceau whoever it is has been letting in many more goals than Vasilevsky has, with the exception of those uh, few games where he's been off of his mark. But if Vasilevsky is playing like Vasilevsky, I don't see a good chance of Colorado taking this. All right. Okay. So that's that's. Oh, the... and oh. Uh, sorry, I wanted to uh, talk about Connor McDavid really quick. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, to, to, because Freddie, that was great. Um, there was video last night of Connor McDavid, uh, who is arguably the best player, uh, hockey player in the league right now, possibly cheating on his girlfriend. He was out and about the other night. Someone took a video of him. Actually, uh, I want to go into the Andrew verse for this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is T, uh, this is a TMZ reporter, Andrew. He's just sitting in the bushes, paying me like twenty dollars just to slowly move the vehicle. He has got this so muscle to, going on. So to uh, so people were taking video of a possibly drunk Connor McDavid. Oh, he was drunk. <laughs> he was um, drunk. Holding hands with someone who was not his girlfriend out in public. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, I am not usually one for for tabloids and gossip and shit, but I'm doing this for Freddie's benefit. And I figured I'd just bring this up anyway. So everyone is starting to, uh, like, uh, you know, good luck sleeping on your heated driveway or 
Um, yeah, it's 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 very funny. Uh, people are making a lot of fun with uh, getting a lot of fun out of this. Mm. Um, you know, it just happened yesterday, so we'll see. Yeah, was the acting? Was it just a misunderstanding? I don't know. Personally, I'd like to wait for a little more information to come out, <laughs> but still, funny. Yeah, and then there was another about Tim Anderson of the White Sox uh, cheating as well. He had like a photo of him with his wife, and then like his, he had like a a, a, a side his side chat side chick posted a video or a picture of uh, her with like her I guess her baby belly she's pregnant. So so that just that came out. I think that that happened today. So so yeah. So this is an interesting thing with. Uh, with TMZ, Andrew. All right. Well, we're we're at two hours, so we, we got to do this. We got to get to the cage. All right. So let, let's do it. Welcome, everybody. Your weekly Truplex the Cage with Charles. Full disclosure, wrestling is not fake. It is scripted. It's a stage fight. It's a combat sport. Damn it. It's a physical activity. That's what we're calling it after the Cody Rhodes um, purple nurple injuries that I showed you. It's a story about men and women chasing championships, trying to establish legacy, being the holy hell of each other for <laughs> my entertainment. It's about some real stuff. It's about pain and suffering and issues. Mm, it's fighting also those demons. Find those demons. But we're not going to be preachy. We're going to treat this like another thing that wrestling is a business. A business. But before we go into the business, and give the business. We're talking about some wrestling that happened over the weekend. New Japan! Been a while, right? Indeed. Since we kind of had a small thing about New Japan, but they had Dominion over the weekend. A lot of stuff happened. The reason why we're going to highlight a little bit about what happened in New Japan is because what's happening on June 27th? Forbidden Door. I fucking hate that term so much after having to hear it for a year and a half it's the kobe bryant effect coming into my wrestling i swear to christ can i just close the door or open the door it's been no longer forbidden the true forbidden door is like wwe and AEW now all right stop saying it but that's what they're going to call the joint pay-per-view of new japan professional wrestling and AEW going from there and this pay-per-view kind of mattered did it not boys because what's happening the AEW championship is an interim championship i'm tony going to just do stuff tony follow us on twitter charles the true fjojr dan frioles they're gonna have the whole little thing so you had to kind of watch it i like new japan i like the wrestling i like the fact that they make it more of a fight than anything it's gotten kind of stale but now since we're about what year <clears throat> two and change coming to covid there's been some restrictions that's eased up there's some titles one of the highlights of the match was hiroki goto who maybe one day i'll do a spotlight on or and tara home i can't i keep i say like two different names hiroshi tanahashi going at it to get a spot in the interim aw championship title match that's going to happen later this month at forbidden door um Tanahashi won that. We all knew Tanahashi was going to win that. But I like some Hiroki Goto love in my life. Um, a lot of these guys are old, and I didn't realize it. And I'm not poo-pooing on it, but I feel for New Japan in about another three years of who your highlights are going to be, your new guys that you're going to push, because Okada's only getting older. Speaking of Okada, there's a lot of title changes. 
I don't know if I agree with this. My problem I've been having with a lot of things with New Japan, aside from the main championship, you know, the Transformer Championship, I've shown you guys that before, um, the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, all the other titles have tend to kind of like flip-flop so much. And there was like three title changes that occurred you had Jeff Cobb and Great O'Connor of the United Empire beat Bad Luck Fail and Chase Owen the Bullet Club for the IWGP heavyweight tag titles. They barely had it for a cup of coffee prior, lost it, win it back. You had Carl Anderson beat Tamatanga for the Never Openweight Championship. Who's Carl Anderson, you say? He was part of the Bullet Club originally, then went to WWE as a good brother, then went to Impact with uh, Luke Gallows, who's part of AJ Styles' club. Now, Tama only beat Evil like a month ago, who's part of Bullet Club, for the Never Openweight Championship. So now, like, we're not getting, like, successful title defenses at big shows, because the big shows for New Japan are typically Russell Kingdom, New Year's Rush, Dominion, and then you have the you have the round round returns, mm. like G one New Japan Cup, the Super Junior Heavyweights, which her, her, God damn it, I can't say things. Takahashi won. That's how we're gonna say things. I was in court today. I spoke a lot. My mouth is dry. Don't ask me <laughs> to do things, especially once we hit into New Japan. I try my hardest, damn it. Then we had the IWGP Championship, United States Championship, that was vacated because I guess Juice Robinson's injured, which is a shame because the prior champion Sonata was injured. And so we had Sonata versus Will Ospreay. Now, Will Ospreay won the title from Sonata, and they, whoever wins is the best. You see, that's what you have to do, AEW. When someone's injured and you know they can't be back in a month, you just vacate the title. It's Jesus Christ. And then you had Jay White beat Kazuko Okada for the big Transformer champ Decepticon title belt. I'm okay with Jay White beating Okada. I'm upset we're not getting Okada um, – Brian Danielson. I'm more than happy to get Brian Danielson versus um, what's his name? Zack Sabre Jr. at Forbidden Door because that's really what they're building to. Um, the whole premise, I think, of the title change was it was going to be both of the main titles are going to be defended. Of course, you already know that John Moxley and Hiroshi Tanahashi are going to go against each other for the AEW Interim World Heavyweight Championship. Jesus Christ, there's too many things to say in there. Too many syllables. I can't do this anymore, guys. I'm quitting. And then it was going to be whoever was the IWGP Heavyweight Championship was going to defend against possibly Adam Cole and Hangman Adam Page. And now Jay White chain at one. So what are we going to have Okada doing? Because Okada has to be there. He's your equivalent of John Cena in New Japan. I don't want Okada versus Adam Cole. This has not been my kind of Adam Cole that I've enjoyed. I'm happy that he's enjoying AEW. But Okada has a very stiff, brutal, hard-hitting style. And Adam Cole is more fluid. I think I think really Hangman can kind of mesh with Okada. But CM Punk's injured. I don't know who else AEW kind of bring in unless it's a returning guy. Such as a certain Kenny Omega who I missed desperately. I wasn't too crazy about his title run, but I, I loved him as a performer, and he kind of helped propel New Japan back to the realm of relevancy because him and Okada had these fantastic matches that just went down, man. Like, ooh, it was so good. They had multiple matches where eventually Kenny was the one who overthrew Okada. If Kenny's coming back for that, it's okay. You know how they make that joke of Jesus died for our sins? Well, Kenny being gone for so long, only to come back to go against Okada, makes Okada losing the title of Jay White worth it all. Do I want to watch Forbidden Door? To a degree. Am I going to pay $50 for it? Absolutely not. Am I going to pirate like a scum that I am? Eh, I don't want to get viruses. I don't need my computer to be just like 
destroyed and have my mm. credit information. Do I wish I had local friends who also like the same weird shit that I do? Absolutely. <laughs> but that's a little bit of a new trend because there were some major impacts. But the thing I have concern is that there's too many people in a stable. Like, so many. Like, it makes sense for United Empire to have, like, six dudes and only two of them are, like, the big names. And then Great O'Connor will get there, even though he's a tag champ. I'm not throwing any, like, slight on him. I'm just saying he still needs some time to kind of build into it. But then you have, like, Bullet Club, who has everybody and their mother. And I'm like, come on, man. G1 Climax is coming soon. I'm already telling you now who my prediction is, because they released who the standings are. It better be Kenta. You better strap the rocket on him. You better have him win. And then you better have him get kicked out of Bullet Club. And then he can go against Jay White because the other guys, this is the problem. This is much more of the same dudes. And for a forbidden door, how can you have people who are not from other promotions in your yearly G1 climax? There's some people who are going to be in there, but it's like Tom Lawler. It's not as if I'm getting Brian Danielson in G1 climax. It's not like I'm getting another AEW guy. It's like I'm like getting Darby Allen. They're not that I think Darby would kind of fit that style. And if you ask me what the differences are, WWE is more entertainment, right? That, that's how I always explain it to you guys about moving merch and TV time. AEW is like, like a healthy mix of ring work and then high flying and spot fest. You know, it's stuff that people go crazy for if you want your five star matches. Um, but New Japan can get you the five star matches then plus because they treat it like a fight. You're talking about 30 minute matches, going at it hard hits, hard slaps exhaustion sometimes there's a little bit too much of everybody's kicking out of finishers but it's finishers that are progressing to lead to a death blow kind of mentality and we do enjoy new japan for what it's worth you can get the new japan world app for like 10 bucks a month it's probably worth it i just don't want to pay anything for anything anymore you know what i mean impact talk about it when it comes back to being relevant right now it's kind of on the downcline ring of honor Nothing going on there, right? Tony Khan has those ROH titles going on, and we're going to talk about AEW. Oh, trust me, we're going to talk about AEW. And we're going to talk about that dumb-ass-sounding title, Andrew, I promise you, real soon. And there's going to be some other stuff we talk about AEW. But let's go to WWE. We talked about Hell in a Cell, how much I enjoyed it. I don't really care about WWE right now. We're going to have Money in the Bank in, like, two Saturdays from now is what they said. As you know, Money in the Bank is where you get the contract in a ladder match, and then whoever wins can cash in any time. It would be nice if Roman defended the title. Oh, but this just in. He's going to be defending it Friday on SmackDown against Riddle. This is the problem with unifying the main championships. Roman only shows up on SmackDown. He hardly shows up on Raw. I watched a little bit of Raw yesterday, all right? I, I didn't want to just see... Jason Tatum on my TV the whole time last night, and then me thinking about what it could have been if the Heat were there. So I watched a little bit about Raw, and like, am I fully in it to win it? Ah, eh, eh. Give me a couple of weeks. Give me a couple of weeks. They've already started some qualifiers. Seth Rollins had an excellent match with AJ Styles to qualify in as the first entrant. You had Alexa Bliss, um, Liv Morgan, and Lacey Evans have qualified again on the women's side. Am I expecting a returning person? Possibly. Am I disappointed in certain things? Yeah. I wish Tommaso Ciampa was actually given an entrance and just showing up at wrestling dudes because he can go. NXT, we're not even going to talk about NXT. I'm going to tell you why we're not going to talk about NXT because I know what's happening. They did some tapings and your boy spoiled himself on it. Not in a bad way. It's all to lead up to the Great American Bash. That's going to happen on June 5th. But man, if I had a spoiler book for how my life is going to come out, I would read that stuff in a heartbeat. You can't put spoilers on the internet. I'm going to want to know because I can still know who wins and watch the match. I know who won between Ricky Steamboat and Ric Flair and I still watched it. It was damn great. 
want to talk about an excellent NWA um, match going on there, just for comparisons. You guys should do a shout out. If I ever do mini stuff, I should always be like, this is the best match I've seen. XYZ, this is why I should watch it for mm. a mini uh, cage or, or mini Wii cage. Yeah, yeah, you, um, got, yeah. You, got the, you, you got the podcast, a separate version. I, I just got to find that energy. I tell you, I don't know mm. how you do it. It's, if you gave, I, I listened to yours. If you gave me 28 minutes to talk about Dwight Howard, I'm just waiting for traffic <laughs> right, to, to, to die down. So I'm like, okay, half an hour. White Howard would have to pay me to talk about him <laughs> and his for 28 minutes because I, I put them up five minutes. I'm like, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. People just hate him because he's white, plain and simple. Um, on the totality of thing, um, AEW, how do I want to highlight this? Because we already talked about Forbidden Door. I'm just gonna hit the two, two parts because we already know the interim championship's gone. There's some beef going on in the women's realm that Thunder Rosa was sandbagging for Marina Shafir. Sandbagging meaning like being dead weight on the moves, which is like the worst thing you could do. Um, we'll save the tag title thing for later. I'm just going through every little bit. TNT title's useless because Scorpio Sky's hurt, unfortunately. All Atlantic Championship? Or is it All Atlantic Coastal Championship? Like it, th- these names. So AEW is introducing another championship. Oh, I, yeah, I remember. <laughs> and I'm, like, so frustrated because I I had a Florida education growing up here. I drank Polk a lot County. of law school. Polk County. Man, we didn't try Polk County in this episode. Come on. Yeah, now. well, that, that's where it goes. I, I, I have brain cells that probably left me from, you know, drinking the good stuff. And I had to take a moment as I looked at that championship. And I don't – I think the belt actually looks fine. But if you're calling yourself the – all Atlantic Championship, right? Can we just call what it the, the Na- Can we just call it the NATO Championship? Yeah, but why? Why is why is Japan on there? Oh yeah. So that's what I put yeah, into it because it's the last flag. It's it's uh, it's Mexico, the UK. I don't know what that that one is. Is I think Australia somewhere in there? No, no, no. Hold on, let me. I, I can't see it, It's uh. It, yeah. Hold on. I have it on the screen. Uh, on Charles's screen here, but it's uh, but Andrew, you can find a, a, a all Atlantic Championship belt. It's yeah, the USA, Canada, the UK. Um, I think that's Mexico. It, it, j- definitely on, Japan. Looking. I don't know if that one China is that one China because that hold on, I'm makes. Add something with um. Zima. I'm the resident vexillologist here, guys. Shut up. <laughs> so from left to right, it's Mexico. China, uh, Great Britain, United States, Canada, Japan. Why? So why you can't China have it? And Japan? the reason why is because you're going to get Japan in there, man. Well, they have a working relationship with um, SEMA's um, company. I forgot the name of it. SEMA's wrestler, CIMA. Um, and then you have Japan, obviously, because New Japan, everything that they're doing. But guys, like, first off, it's a stupid name. All Atlantic Championship. It doesn't even make sense doesn't make sense because i'm thinking aac and like so there andrew and i are going to call it the multi-pass championship and i think that's actually <laughs> so much better um because they're not going to call it the intercontinental championship for obvious reasons because it's a wwe title they're not going to call it the television championship so i'm going to attack this on two ways one the name is stupid charles what would you you know transatlantic championship makes more sense to me. i have the i guess the the little bracket that they have here for this yeah they're doing a bracket yeah and there's a lot of worthy guys there and here's the problem you are but the talent that you have in there because they're going to have two new japan people but the talent i think tomohiro ishii is going to be there so i'm happy because i love the stone pitbull but with 
the talent you have in there, I think it automatically makes this out more important than TNT Championship because Scorpio Sky's injured. That belt was in like hell between Sammy Guevara and Scorpio Sky just like trained the, the title too much in matches that don't matter. Sorry. On top of some other stuff, it, it's uh, it, it's just the TNT title has been like staged, but there's some matches there that get me my rumblies and my tumblies going, boys, because we're talking Miro's in it. We're talking Malachi Black, Pac's in it. We're talking um, some New Japan people. I, I can I can get behind this. And if you make it your workhorse title, where the TNT title kind of faded away from doing that, I would be happy. But this goes back to the other issue. There's too many titles for AEW. Oh, no, there's no rules. Yes, there is. Because you only have two hours on Wednesday, one hour on Rampage. AEW Dark and Dark Elevation or YouTube shows are just staging like tuner matches and dark matches. So now you have the AEW Championship. Technically, you have the AEW Interim World Heavyweight Championship. So I'm counting it, damn it. I'm counting it. You have the TNT Championship. You have the Women's Championship. You have the TBS Championship, which is the other Women's Championship. You have the tag titles. Then you have this, you know, the Multipass Championship or the Transatlantic Championship, because I'm not going to call it the AAC title anymore. Then you have the Owen Hart titles i guess or cup titles i don't know if it's gonna be a title that jumps around or not but that's what Britt baker and adam cole won and there's a rumor of a trios title it's a trios title it's think tag team with one more person coming on the horizon and then you have on your show on AEW defended the ring of honor championships because tony you, you might as well ring just be honor. trying to break down the the whole history of kingdom hearts right now pretty much because you have ring of honor championship jermaine gresham you have the ring of honor pure title which is held by uh Uter wheeler um Uta wheeler you have the a ring of honor tv championship which is samoa joe loves you have the ring of honor tag team championships which is held by ftr and you have the ring of honor women's championship which is held by mercedes martinez how the f are you telling me you need to tell us unless it goes back to something i brought up many 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 shows ago francisco i don't think andrew was around this is when he was on sabbatical study for the bar tell write me a story for wrestling that doesn't involve a championship right uh, i'm uh, just saying yeah i'm yeah. just saying it's easier yeah it's like it's like every, every telenovela it needs yeah. to end in a wedding it, yeah yeah <laughs> general hospital there always has to be somebody who comes back from the dead Mm -hmm. American soap operas, and then yeah. here, <laughs> here, I, I really think that's it. And people are like, "No, Charles, it can't be that simple." I'm like, "Simple as the simple does." Yeah. Um. So, segueing it because I know we're pressed for time, but this is big. Yeah. So, Jeff Hardy got arrested again for DUI. Oh boy. And you know, with license suspended and all this stuff. That's how I'm going to start this. Um. Remember when people were giving flack back in December for Vince like releasing him and Jeff just left in the crowd in WWE and it was like, oh, he's on drugs. And then Matt and Jeff were like, I'm not on drugs. I'm not going to go to rehab. There's nothing wrong with me. I just left because I hate this place. I get that energy. I get that vibe. It's not a good look <laughs> where it happens again going from there. And Andrew and I actually had a good debate about last night or the other night. And we made it to comparison about Jimmy Uso. And we know Jimmy's the one who, you know, I guess his, you know Jeff Hardy. He's the comparable one for Jimmy Uso being caught with DUIs, finding cops outside of Applebee's. Um, I will say this: there is nothing humorous about 
any kind of arrest or drunk driving or anything like that, the cost of what it can do to an individual and then society and the family as a victim, if you clash, hurt yourself, kill somebody, it is, it is cataclysmic is the phrase I'll use. But there is like a dark humor you have to get from it where everybody becomes an expert of rehab and addiction and legal components when you have somebody who's been multiple times arrested for something and either it's the system hasn't done anything to really restrict it because if he's had mind you if he had a oh do we have his uh arrest going on there yeah they, they sound like swerving everything like that um you have the system who i think he was driving for license suspended so what, what are we doing there to begin with right we just have to revoke the driving privileges completely then you have people who go on talking about you don't know what it is you know what that is stuff like that and then they have other people who are shaming it's like oh of course he goes from this damn did we forget to be human Sometimes we gotta get a punch in the face every now and then. Twitter, you know, just saying. We don't we don't do that. You can follow us on Twitter, but I ain't gonna comment to you. But Andrew and I were talking about it's like how that's different than Jimmy is that what happened to Jimmy, Jimmy still kept his job, right? Ro Roman and his family had some pool. You know, for the Hardys, Jeff has kind of built that name after 20 plus years. And the most thing that they're doing for Jeff is they're suspending him without pay. Uh, the guy has money, so I don't know what that means. And there are some people who are calling for his release and being fired and ask a very big question for any kind of business. But we'll go into we'll, we'll do it for wrestling because wrestling has its weird thing of doing stuff. If you have something like this that in theory is a victimless crime, it doesn't even deserve a suspension. doesn't even deserve a you know firing because Jeff obviously was arrested for something. There was not damage to destruction of property. He blew like what a two nine seven, woof, woof, woof. Even when I was at my big party time, I don't think I'd come close to it. Mm. But they were scheduled to have a match Wednesday in a ladder match: the Hardys versus Lucha Bros, or not Lucha Bros, uh, Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks for the AEW Tag Team Titles. And now that's t they're taken off. The match is still going on with the other two. But it, it's kind of concerning because even on the message boards that I read, people are like, oh, you know, he's been doing this for 20 years. ago." Maybe Jeff just has a problem drinking. Maybe he likes to drink. Maybe he just hates the whole world and that's his escape. Or maybe he has a problem and he can't control it. Compulsive. Or maybe it was just wrong place, wrong time. It really brings an interesting reflection back into certain stuff when it's like, okay, someone's getting arrested. We don't know like the full particulars. We know what happened. We saw the video. We go from there. And is it a thing was, should we have just kept it as it is with the information instead of trying to dig deeper, right? And then there's some feelings that Matt Hardy enables his brother for their success and fame. I'm not going to comment on it. I don't know him. I have my personal opinions about it. Is the fact that Jeff should be in there? No, should go to rehab or anything like that? I don't know. There's a difference between I got to call for this and should I go to rehab, right? Interesting thought process that stem into my brain and you see it through the developments. I don't have the answers. But it, it makes me go and say on the twofold, if he's been suspended without pay, and hear me out here, hear me out, because I, I will spend the next two, three minutes talking about business and we'll end the cage. Is it the fact that you suspend without pay, that is his egregious punishment that he gets for a high-end level, shouldn't have been driving in the first place, wasn't allowed to drive, all these things that came in, was it because he you can't see me, but quotation marks paid his dues in the wrestling society. So he gets a pass versus let's say it was a young up, up and coming talent in AEW. I don't want to name specific names particularly, but you know, someone who just been signed, who is a rookie and stuff like that, maybe only two, three years in the gig. And he's caught with this. Do you let him go? 
Do you just suspend him without pay? Do you tell him they gotta go to rehab? I mean, he just he just signed on, right? This this year, right? Like in February. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like, oh man, they're. they're but trying. he paid his dues twenty yeah. plus years. He, I, I get he moves it. merch, he I moves get money. I get it. it I, doesn't I, it kind of feel like the NFL when there's a certain quarterback for the Cleveland Browns who was paid two hundred and thirty? I would It's all it's all know. connected. Yeah, uh, Wrestling's not a sport, right? But it's a physical activity it connects the sport. Where yeah. there's twenty six sexual assault allegations being alleged against him now and he's gonna get guaranteed money because maybe he brings a ring two years from now maybe he moves back. i mean I, listen he's the I most mean, popular I just quarterback they, they, Derek went, Anderson. they went safe with this the suspension and just like okay well you get you know get get your shit together and then we'll, we'll come back right. we just paid money to you you know you were that type of thing you you you're you're your brand and all that stuff and you're going to be with our brand so we want to promote that so i think and it's that, just a safe thing and that is something that comes back to ironically the mjf pipe bomb i sent you guys to it where it was kind of scripted about him saying that you don't treat your homegrown people right you only care about wwe people but in real terms if it was and now i'm just gonna name names of actual wrestlers who've been with them since they started if it was a um uh if it was a jungle boy luke perry if it was dante martin if it was um all these other guys like start up with you. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say Darby Allen has been in the ring a little bit, but a Darby Allen to itself, more of your AW homegrown talents that you groomed into. If it was your, your QT Marshall, stuff like that, he's got more promise. QT has been around for a bit. He has his own um, wrestling gym in, in Georgia. But those are these examples I said, or even uh, the, the female wrestlers too, uh, Sky Blue, Red Velvet, some people who are just kind of getting to a groove into it. Jade Cargill, right? Who's only been two years of it. If it was them, Let's say they're not even the big names. Sorry, Jay Cargill is a big effing thing. We love her. She's great. Um, coming into it, she's got the baddie section. She's from Vero Beach, actually. So, you know, I feel like I'm like, I don't know you, but I'll, I'll, I'll support you on that end because you're like an hour north from me from the home state. But if you got someone out of the blue, wouldn't that frustrate you as well? A little mm. bit? Because don't you think that if it was you, you'd be out? Probably. I mean, it's it's the way things work, man. The seniority and things like that. It's just, yeah, nepotism all kinds of stuff which makes you wonder because now contracts are coming up who's going to jump ship to wb cody did it i'm not saying john moxley's going but you know and moxley remember he was gone a little bit to go to rehab but um that that's not the comparisons i'm making at all but i'm saying like the big names like moxley's not going there but young up-and-comers who are being caught into the depths they're seeing preferential treatments going to WWE guys because i'll give you another example jake atlas who used to wrestle for WWE and he was released signed on to AEW. he was arrested for domestic battery i'm just saying hmm. what's going on these are interesting things interesting times i'm observing it's unfortunate but i gotta play double advocate every now and then so there you go. That's all I got for you this week on the cage. Andrew, you got any comments? I know I know we had a good conversation in between, but I don't know if you want to chime in on any of this. Uh I don't know. I think you covered it pretty well. Um Yeah, I've 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 got really nothing to add. Um Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can get 10% off a limited time on Shredder's Revenge if I order it right now for the eShop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I guess that's it for us today. And uh, I do I do want to mention one last thing. Uh, congratulations to the Florida Everblades. They won the Kelly Cup. Hey! So they, they, they yep, uh, two days ago. So they're the Kelly Cup champions. And they, they won on their home ice over in, uh, in Estero. 
So, yeah. So if, uh, I you know, wish I could have gone, but motherfucking COVID. Florida hockey team that I that I do actually like <laughs> won the championship today, uh, this week. So yeah, yeah, I wanted to go with you, but oh well, whatever. Uh, maybe they'll. This is their second Kelly Cup in franchise history, and they are the uh, ECHL affiliate of the Nashville Predators. So okay, so bye everybody. Have a good night. Peace. Take care. Bye. Shredder's Revenge on any of the platforms coming out Friday.